0: Uh, Publicly renounce and apologize for the false concepts that you have widely expressed regarding God, Jesus Christ, the atonement, the restoration of the gospel, and the Book of Mormon. Cease providing a public forum for any person that is critical of the church or the doctrine. Stop promoting groups or organizations that expound doctrines contrary to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Resign your status as an ordained minister in another faith.
1: I believe in the saving power of the atonement that
2: Brother Jenkins said in his prayer specifically. I think at this point we do need to break out into song, Jake. Can you yeah. can, can you do his testimony in song form?
3: I believe.
0: Okay,
2: this definitely needs to be put to music. <laughs> can, can, can you pick one no. right now? No, no. no come on. <clears throat> to the degree you
4: make those changes. <laughs> And then as soon as they comment in the church newsroom and say, no, no, there's no way that anything to do with gay people has any reason why we're excommunicating John Delaney, as soon as they try to, to jump up and down and say that, then John released the this transcript to
1: New York yeah,
3: Times. And, and that,
2: you seem like you want to pull the trigger. That's not what the letter says that's how you're acting that's not what the letter says okay so so do you have a problem (laughs) with what i just expressed about the one true church
1: yes i do because our doctrinal beliefs are different i believe there is one
2: true church so do you believe that all of the other churches are an abomination like the doctrine hi this is john delin from logan utah and i am a douchebag Welcome back to Infants on Thrones. I'm Glenn Ostland, and this is episode 615, Excommunication, the Musical, which was also episode 155, originally released five years ago, back in February 2015, republished today to fulfill the scripture that says, Knock and it shall be opened. Ask, and it shall be given. Tweet, and it shall be re-released. So all of you listeners can thank Ryan, who is a husband, a dad, a cat lover, three and no D. He cracks himself up, sometimes others too, but mostly himself, who tweeted out to Tom and Bob, hey, can you check with Glenn to see if he would re-release the throwback episode 155, Excommunication, the musical on the IOT podcast feed? John DeLynn just released a series of his local leader audio recordings, including the one you performed. Thanks. Now, Ryan, you could have emailed me directly at infantsonthrones at gmail.com, but Bob answers prayers almost as good as anyone I know. So here you go, Ryan, and the rest of you, a sort of musical, sort of dramatic recreation of John DeLynn's pre-excommunication interview as performed five years ago by myself, Jake Frost, John Hamer, and Matt Long. Enjoy.
4: Want to appear in any form or, print. form or print saying that that's exactly what I said because I would like you to move your personal testimony, personal testimony. in line with us being able to resolve your questioning. You're questioning God. You're questioning testimony of the Savior, of the Savior, Jesus Christ. Christ. I would like you to move in a direction that you felt the Book of Mormon was the Word of God. If you can't let go of these things, then that's your personal decision. I think as you... (laughs) change of heart, that it's your decision, or change and it of desire, to, to answer these doubts the in your heart, that the, the natural root of and that is the context of the of things, things that you write and publish will change, according.
0: Infants on thrones, the philosophies of men mingled with humans. We are the core of the core.
2: This story is about love. The membership of the church I loved is dead. There was a boy Hi, this is John DeLynn. A very strange, hard to put your finger on boy And I am a douchebag. They say he wandered
3: very far Then kinda close then very far again a groovy guy so soft a voice and very wise one Tragic day He was called into my
2: just to love and be judged in On February something, 2015, the world learned about John DeLynn's excommunication from the Mormon Church. Today, we here at Infants on Thrones will recreate John's first informal disciplinary discussion in August 2014, when the new sheriff in town set the final wheels in motion. His name was President King, and his loquacious dialogue will be read by Jake Frost and Matthew Long. John Hamer will play the role of President Jenkins, and I, Glenn Osland, with great humility and trepidation, will play the role of John DeLynn. And upon occasion, perchance, we may break into song. And upon even more occasion, we may yet still, perchance, pause our informal, dramatic reading of this initial, informal, disciplinary discussion for a bit of even more informal, non-branded smackdown. And now I give you, Excommunication, the musical. Let the conversations rage on. Well, I, I I'm actually very excited about this. Are we actually going to do the dramatic reading? Yeah, let's do the dramatic reading. And uh, then if we it, like, just see how it goes. You know, we'll take a stab at it. So, right. um, I I kind of want to be Brian King, but
4: but do you? But don't you have a John DeLynn
1: impression that you
4: do?
2: I could probably do a John DeLynn impression, <laughs> but I think it'd be safer for me to do a Brian King.
1: <laughs> I would feel more comfortable if you were John DeLynn, Really? because you know you've. I mean, I you know you've you've. I wouldn't feel that comfortable being John DeLynn because I've never met him in real life, and I don't know. I've never really interacted with him directly, other than the interview that we were all on. So I don't know. All
2: right, I'll be John. I'll be John DeLin. So, so this is this is the transcript. This is this is the August seventh meeting uh, that that John and his wife Margie had with uh, his stake president Brian King, and then who who is David Jenkins? Is this like one of the counselors?
1: Well, they called him President Jenkins uh, right before they say the opening prayer. It says, uh, Brian King says, Okay, President Jenkins, do you mind offering that?
2: So I okay. think that he's, uh, he's probably going to be counselors. a counselor
4: yeah. in the state presidency. Yeah. Okay. Am I being David? Is that right? Yes. Okay, here
1: we go. I'm ready. Go ahead, Jake. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hello. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, come in and. Uh, take take a seat yeah uh remind me your name
4: uh it's dave
1: hey how you doing i'm good yeah thank you for uh rearranging our time because i I wouldn't have i i wouldn't have made the original time
2: oh good so it worked out it worked out okay it worked out
4: it actually worked out quite well
2: good
1: okay well thank you for coming Oh, shit, I just... That's my line! Damn it! <laughs> so <many laughs> God damn it! <laughs> well, um, thank
4: you for coming. Um, thank you. I think there have been a combination of some things that have happened in my life and...
3: There are places I remember...
4: Things, responsibility that you have had as well that have kind of pushed this longer than I would have wanted it to have gone. But I wanted at least to have it in a position that all of us could be here together. So I appreciate you coming in this evening.
1: Yeah, yeah. so do do you mind if we, uh, again, open with a word of prayer? Not at all. Okay, President Jenkins, do you mind offering that?
4: Our dear Father in Heaven, we are grateful this evening for the many blessings that we enjoy in our lives. We are grateful that we can meet together this evening and continue the discussions that we have had. We pray for the I-Spirit to be here, that this may be a spirit of understanding and love that is felt appreciate it and know we pray that we may speak openly and um, and seek to understand and appreciate each other's positions we're grateful for the many blessings that we enjoy the blessings that are upon our families and we pray that thou will watch over and protect them in our absence we're grateful for the Savior and his atoning sacrifice on our behalf
2: let's not forget him
4: we say this in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Actually, you know, g- given the fact that one of the big things they're going to dwell on is the atonement, yeah, uh, that might have been brought out, really. You know, he might have been saying that on purpose.
3: Right, yeah. right.
4: Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we want you to know, it's, it's interesting how things happen in life. Really? Then let me put it to you this way, cuz... And we, we appreciate that as well. I, I think my whole experience in anticipation for a meeting was kind of summed up today in a mutual friend that we met. And it was just a, a conversation in the hallway, one or two words. It was Mike um, Mike last name? Yeah, yeah. We were both in the OR today and we were passing, and Mike mentioned to me and said, You'll you're gonna he said, You you'll meet with John and his wife this evening. I said, Yes, that's true. I, I will. And he, he mentioned that uh, an observation, the toll this has taken on on your family and how uh, and how he has seen that weight, and I, I stopped to reflect for a minute, and I just briefly shared with Mike that I, I have equally shared some of that uh, uh, responsibility and some of those experiences.
3: What about how I feel? While
1: while mine have not been as, as open and as public as yours, what
3: about me?
1: Uh, mine, mine have come in, in emails, messages left on my answering machines at work. They've not always been very supportive. What?
2: I've never given your information to anybody.
1: It, it's easy to find out, and it's easy to— I've uh, never
2: encouraged oh, anyone to contact you.
1: I, and I, I, I don't I don't believe you have. I don't believe in any respect that you have. I'm sorry um,
2: if you've received any— And I,
1: and I know that uh, full well, when we embarked down this path, that it would be something that would happen. Uh, it's it's unfortunate because my family's been affected just as your family's been affected. And- we are
3: a family like a giant tree.
1: in ways that have extended even beyond the little area in which we live the internet is a worldwide tool that basically exists and and can affect people all over the world, over the world. so so just i just want you to know that since we last met there's not been a day go by um, that not that on that on more than one occasion I haven't reflected on our association the decisions that uh, that that come before us and what what we end up doing, so I, I, I've taken this with with every measure of sincerity. Also, it's it's a weighty responsibility to be a stake president. You're given keys, oftentimes not a lot of instruction with those keys is what to do. They're general guidelines and handbooks and instructions that are uh, contained in those. But at the end of the day, it's your responsibility to say and do and be responsible for those members that reside in in your stake. So that. Uh-huh. Is a large responsibility. It would be much easier if someone said, "This is what you should do or not do." And I assure you again, this has not been the case. It's been speculated before. There's, but you know, there's no direction. There's no coordinated effort. Uh-huh. It's purely coincidental that our first <laughs> association started at the same time that Kate Kelly's association started in the paper. That was a hundred percent coincidental.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: I think, as I pondered and prayed and fasted about what we should do and where we should go, I think it comes down simply to we just have differences in doctrine. Many people have, and I think it's fair that I share with you that uh, too. That people have contacted me and said neighbors have said, you know, what great individuals you are, and close neighbors, people that you probably share backyards or yeah. sideyards, yeah. other other people. Yeah, uh, and, and I have accepted that and been. Uh gracious as I received those and I've been gracious as I've received those yeah. okay <laughs> I'm glad and and I've been gracious yes. as I received <laughs> those yeah. So you need to know there's support and concern for you. My only comment to them is that I don't have an issue with the lens as a family or the lens as a people or no. individuals. No, no,
3: right, right. Um,
1: my, my responsibility as a stake president is doctrinal, mm-hmm. and, and it comes down to differences in beliefs that we have. It can mm-hmm. be based simply in the fact that I shared with you in last time my testimony, I believe in God. I believe that his son is Jesus Christ. I believe in the saving power of the atonement, the
2: brother jenkins said in his prayer specifically i think at this point we do need to break out into song Jake, can you yeah. can, can you do his testimony in song form
3: i believe that the lord god created the universe i believe that he sent his only son to die for my sins and i believe that ancient jews built boats and sailed to america
0: i am a mormon
1: Just believe Okay, which I think is different than some of the things that you have said and we have shared (laughs) That you have shared with me and have published And I think, okay, and so I think it comes down simply to the fact that we're here at the crossroads Uh, Where we go from this point, it's it's at the, you know, it's at a crossroads I have specific feelings about where we should go There are no doors, oh my god, this is so long
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing
1: (laughs) Yeah uh, I have some pre uh, thoughts I've written down, or thoughts that I've written down, and I'd be happy to go uh, through this and share these with you, but I think that, and as I've written to you a
3: letter, as I write this letter
1: and I share with you, I would hope it's your
0: prerogative.
1: That's the prerogative. They say I'm crazy. I
0: really don't care.
1: As to what you do with that letter based on your decisions of what to do, I would hope our discussions could be in confidence. (laughs) (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Um. (laughs) Zing! Again, not recorded simply because I think, (laughs) (laughs) simply because I think in that sense I can speak more openly. No one wants to feel like every word they may say may be taken out of context. Brian King. We're putting it all in context. (laughs) Exactly, It is very, very difficult to do that. In my professional life, many times, it's interesting to read a patient's perception of the care that they've received. I do things over and over and over again. I think I'm I'm the same person. Some things I do over and over again. But it's interesting to see how how the same words uh, from my mouth have the same sentences, the same discussion happens over and over again. Sometimes it's misinterpreted. So I hope... And I share with you in the sense that our conversations are not shared outside of this. They're not shared in our High Council meetings. President Jenkins and I are the only ones that talk about this, and it's the confidence of, of, of that capacity that we talk. So it's my invitation to you. I'll share with you this letter that has my thoughts because I feel it's clear uh, It's clear of what I feel and what I feel inspired to share with you this evening. So it's your decision at that point what you do. So I think most of it stems Brother Dillon, from uh, a long history of where we are, it started a long, long time ago. You know, who are these children coming down? Coming down.
2: (laughs) I don't think he means that long ago. Oh, right, right. I'm sorry. Did he say that?
1: No, no. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, like,
4: I'm like, I mean, because he was like saying all these things that I'm, I'm amazed that he, because I hadn't. I mean, I read some of this, but it's really long, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, <laughs> and so, when he was like talking about this, Kate Kelly, oh, it's just a coincidence. I mean, yeah. all that kind of assurance. I mean, like, uh, I'm like, were you putting that in? I was thinking, but no, he actually said that. No, but he actually it, said but, that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. but the, that little Saturday's Warriors
2: reference. Okay, I'm sorry. That was all me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Our meeting today was probably inevitable. Line? Right. Our meeting yeah. today is probably inevitable. Line? <laughs> <laughs> Line.
4: <laughs> if this is a me. huge monologue.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I mean I, this is
4: like a transcript. I mean, it really went on and on and on. I, yeah. This is not normal in a conversation. <laughs> anyway, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our, if it wasn't me, it may have been another, some other stake president 10 years from now, but at some point our paths would come together. Got to be I share this point. I was looking up something about an author I enjoy reading about, Robert Millet <laughs> or Millet for the Frenchman.
3: Robert um, Millet.
1: <laughs> Robert Millet. And I was googling something, trying to find some information about him. One of the opportunities came up in, in relationship to his search it was a podcaster post that you had done about him in I believe two thousand six 2005. there's a, a long time ago.
2: About a statement he made to BYU students about... It was, yeah,
1: it was a statement about... Uh, that he made in the MTC about teaching them how to... The, the context was not encouraging and, and uh, not yeah, what is, I would like, like this to is see. A,
2: this is a guy who is doing everything he can to try and establish the ground rules for this conversation right up front, right? Yeah. like right. Not giving John a chance to get in a word edgewise at or even explain what this thing was about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, this is, I, cause I've been talking for It's his mantle. I, I mean, I've been talking straight for like five, to, like six minutes, yeah. right? Yeah. It's amazing. Man. Um, the, the context was, was not encouraging and not what I would like to see. It was about the deceptive practices about missionaries and how they've been taught in the MTC. And that was part of your podcast for that period of time. So I share with you my experiences. I've had an opportunity to to research some of these things statements that you made that think are why we're here and it's it's fair that i share with these with you if that's okay and these as best as i i, I can are quotes from things that have come from either internet posts or podcasts in the past
2: did you gather these or did other people provide
1: them I, I gathered, I gathered some, and some came to be unsolicited from resources throughout the world. Unsolicited?
4: <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm sorry. Some came to be unsolicited from resources <laughs> the world.
2: Yeah, well, it's like crazy. Like,
4: that's a crazy line.
2: This is that's like the Mayna. Martin Short character, where like, "I'm not nervous. Who's, who's nervous? Are you <laughs> just saying that I'm nervous? I'm not nervous." Nathan Therm. Why are you trying to avoid us? I'm not trying to avoid you. Why would I be trying to avoid you? That's so funny
0: that you think that. You are Nathan Thurm. I know that. You don't think I know that? It's my name. I would know that. And you are legal counsel and spokesperson for diversified industries? No, I'm not. Your name is on the letterhead. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. I have it right here. Would you like to read it? You read it. I have read it.
4: Then why do I have to read it? Because it's your letterhead. I know that. You don't think I know that? It's my letterhead. I'm quite aware of that. Is it me or is it him? It's him. I didn't sure. coordinate
2: with the headquarters. I didn't coordinate with headquarters. You, you coordinated with this headquarters. Is this is uncoordinated. Uh, Kate Kelly? Well, who said Kate Kelly? <laughs> right. I, I didn't say Kate Kelly. This is unsolicited. If, unsolicited. If, like, if people yeah, did this, this they is, were just this, moved this, by the spirit, and yeah. it just okay. it happened How to like come together. Okay, I'm yeah,
1: sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue, the Brother that, King. In confidentiality. Right. In confidentiality. Not recorded. <laughs> You're safe.
2: Um, so what did John like he secretly recorded this and then he did the transcript obviously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: So and then he released it when when they broke um they said that they would never comment ever on any disciplinary action. Yeah. And then and then because they didn't like the narrative Don, you know was being excommunicated in part because of his supportive right LGBT causes and that freaks them out, then they, you know, they Broke their eternal vow or whatever of never commenting on disciplinary actions. Mm. So then he immediately released this thing. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Mm. All right, Um, all right. So that that's the problem. That's what happened. Is my name got out there? So some some of them I've seen personally. Some of them have been shared with me. I've tried to equally filter. You know, I originally put restrictions on who could who uh, could email you or who could email me with members of our stake and didn't and that didn't necessarily always happen so i've read each email from our parties that, have, that that have sent those and and one of the things you've taught is the probability of god that that he exists is is quite low and if god and jesus truly exists they have a lot of explaining to do another thing you said is that you've expressed your belief that the odds are very low that christ was the son of god and that he
2: was actually re, uh, resurrected do you have dates for these no no do you think that's important at all I, I do because uh, I, I'll
1: give you this letter. I'll give you the opportunity to go on and, and refute everything that I say. You'll you'll see my my logic here. K, as as we come down, uh, as we come further down to what I'd like to talk about. You you've criticized. Oh oh, K is
2: it maybe it's okay, like okay. an
1: okay. I thought K was the
3: name.
2: Yeah. Now
1: you my know. logic right. You've criticized the church's teaching about the atonement, that it bothers you, that an act of atonement is even necessary. You've rejected the very basis of the atonement, claiming that uh, punishment, that uh, punishing that guy over there for what I did doesn't make sense at all. You've stated that you don't even believe in actually teach against the gospel of God restoring his true church to the earth with exclusive priesthood authority. And this is a recent, recent statement you made and, and beliefs that you shared with me prior to our last meeting, that his true church on earth to the earth with the exclusive priesthood authority through the prophet Joseph Smith. You stated that you, you feel the restoration is not a credible narrative and that you declared that you're, you're repulsed by the teaching of a one true church. I'd rather roll around on thumbtacks than ever teach or support this notion.
3: I'd rather have my blood sucked out by leeches. leeches shove an ice pick under a toenail for two I'd rather clean all the bathrooms
1: in Grand Central Station with my
2: tongue Do you have sources? You can, you can.
1: they are direct quotes
2: Yeah, but do you have the sources?
1: The sources are your The sources are yours to refute Those come from your podcast or your Facebook or internet posts
2: but you didn't collect them? Some of them were
1: shared with me.
2: So you don't know if they actually came from my podcast. You just know that someone's given them to you and claimed that they... You, you,
1: you can argue the
2: semantics. <laughs> that semantics? That's a source of information. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, no. John actually says that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not <laughs> arguing semantics. Semantics would be arguing over what word choice we use. <laughs> I'm asking if you have confidence in the sources...
1: I do. I have 100% confidence in the sources.
2: But you haven't actually seen these sources. I think John's forgetting about discernment and the spirit. <laughs> that he can, right. ha- he can have 100% confidence in anything that he feels 100% confident in.
1: Right, right. <laughs> I feel like right here it would be like da-da, da-da, da-da-da, yeah. like a Jedi theme, right? <laughs> And he's kind of yeah. waving his hand. I have seen the source. The well, sources it? I have seen. <laughs> oh yes.
3: Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> um, I've
1: I've seen the sources. I don't I don't know uh, I I don't know the re- the referencing points, but I do know the uh, and I didn't include this as a source. This isn't a, a, not a, a, a debate a debate in theology. It's a debate in sources. <laughs> These no, are the things a, that you have said.
4: It's not a debate in sources.
1: Oh, okay. It, oh, this is not a uh, okay. This is not a debate in theology. It's it's not a debate in sources. These are the things that that you have said. You teach the Book of Mormon as a nineteenth century work of fiction. You contend the church government is no longer about doctrine or revelation. Instead, it's about power and money. You you have also been critical about senior church leaders saying they're hastening the church's demise and the Elder Oaks specifically. And I read that. And I read that recently. You became an ordained minister in another faith so that you can perform <laughs> wedding ceremonies. I don't believe that these are in harmony with the gospel of Jesus Christ or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. These are things that I'm asking you to do, and I think this is fair. Well, fair is is the wrong word. These are the things I'm asking you to do.
2: Pause. I love that he makes a distinction between the gospel of Jesus Christ or Or. the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's not in (laughs) harmony with either of those things.
4: Yeah, those both
2: of them. (laughs) Because they're both separate thing I, I
1: like
4: well the, I, by the way also then he then immediately goes on to say and this is fair well no it's not fair but i'm asking you to do it anyway
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay matt matt is ready to join
4: thrown fair out the door okay
2: so uh, maybe there's
4: gonna be a handoff you know because maybe matt could i mean poor old jake is gonna be yeah
2: i know my voice gonna is gonna, be
4: gonna be out. Out. yeah i mean yeah. this is crazy because i mean he's filibustering john this is crazy
2: yeah he yeah <laughs> Yeah, he's like, he's he's Philip. But but at the same time, you know, like John's not engaging him in a conversation, like a substantial conversation at this point. He like no. th- there's there's no reason for John to question the sources like he knows that he said these things. Like, so, I mean, what's the what's the point in him making an argument about how confident the state president is in these things that he said? Is he trying to is he going to refute that he said these things?
1: Well, well, I, I don't know if that's the part. I mean, it's not as well, if no, John, I mean, it's like it where could where be. is this
4: coming from, though. In other words, I think that's an important point. You know, which is to say, you know, where is this guy put all this together from? Is it all just him who's taking this action, or has he been given a brief by somebody, and that's why he's so uncomfortable because he doesn't know even know what all these things are? You know.
2: Well, yeah, I I guess, but he's kind of being evasive on what he actually believes. Right. And he's he's not admitting. Yeah, I've said these things. I know he said these things. I've heard him say these things, you know, like the state president isn't saying anything that's outlandish. So I don't know why John's but they, kind, but of that's why it's kind of obfuscating.
4: The guy isn't actually asking him, though. It, did you say them?
1: Right. Um, he's saying, know, in other words,
4: yeah. he's like he's just like he's like listing off these things. He's not actually asking. It's kind of weird,
2: right? No, why, I don't think so. Because he's he's saying I'm I've got a letter and I'm going to read from this letter. So like what he's doing right now is reading from a, a source document that he has. And he yeah. he said at the beginning I'm going to give you a chance to refute this. We're we're talking about your beliefs. So this is what I've heard about you. And if this isn't what you believe, then tell me.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, right,
2: and, yeah, and, yeah. I think you're right. And John, instead of going, "Oh no, I don't believe in those things," or "Yeah, I do believe in those things," he's saying, "How confident are you that these are things that I've actually said?" <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, so I understand the state president being frustrated here, and also he probably feels pretty intimidated by by John DeLynn's uh, eloquence and composure. You sure. know, because John's John's very comfortable speaking publicly. Uh, you know, he's been doing this for a long time. He's got the message in his head that he wants, and the state president, I think, knows. Holy shit! You know, I'm going to get held accountable for this stuff. He he knows that there's a high risk that this stuff is going to go public. Sure. Uh, you know, so yeah, I can see why he's nervous. It's true,
1: and he does. He does. I mean, he does seem like a little flustered, a little nervous, and it's a, it's a weird. I mean, it's. It's 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 an odd position to be in, I think, from him from his point because he's just basically what he's saying is like John Dolan, you stand accused of, and then he's like listing him off. Hello, oh there you are, finally. There's I was just Pat. sending you yeah. a
2: text.
0: Yeah, oh, well, I was going to get a drink. Hold on, I got to turn off the TV in here. Brian King's understudy. (laughs) Uh, Publicly renounce and apologize for the false concepts that you have widely expressed regarding God, Jesus Christ, the atonement, the restoration of the gospel, and the Book of Mormon. Cease providing a public forum for any person that is critical of the church or the doctrine. Stop promoting groups or organizations that expound doctrines contrary to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Resign your status as an ordained minister in another faith.
3: <laughs>
2: These pretty much echo the, the bullet points that were given in that excommunication letter, right?
4: Yeah, they later use that. Yeah, yeah I actually think that ordained minister in another faith thing, I think that probably was a pretty bonehead move on John's part.
2: I've done it. I'm an I ordained minister in another
4: I know, but not while you were a member. I mean, maybe I'm maybe it was while you were a member. I'm still okay. a member. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm a member yeah. in good standing. I am a member in good standing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, you could be excommunicated for that boneheaded move, Glenn.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Although, yeah, I agree with you. That that had to have been just kind of a that, well. That's that's directly in the handbook. Oh, is it? Is you can't. Yeah, do? there. Yeah, there is a there is a little clause right in the handbook that that references that, and, and that might just be. Uh, as far as joining another another church, but certainly if you're considered a, quote, minister uh, in another church in order to...
2: You know, uh, when it was like this internet thing. You pay $50, and then they no, send no, you it's a thing. A, and, it's, yeah, yeah, and they, it's
4: no big deal. I, got to, I mean, everybody's doing it. Yeah, right, right, right. I got <laughs> right.
2: But here, here's what I want to say. I got I, I got to choose my uh, title. You know, like, do you want to be rabbi? Do you want to be bishop? Do you want to be whatever? And I chose priest, because I figured I am—I already am Lord, an ordained priest. Probably. I have been since I was 16 years old. So right. yeah,
0: I'm. See, I'm I would have been like, I am the very model of a modern major general.
2: They didn't have that as an option. Ah, that
0: wasn't that one would of have the been ones. Awesome. No,
2: <laughs> but you, but yeah. you should have sung they that. Like, like, uh, Sing it as yeah. much as we can.
4: I'm the Pope of Chillytown. Yeah.
0: Pope of Chillytown. Nice, John. That was my softball team for like four years in a row. The Popes of a Pope of Chillytown. He's the Pope of Chillytown. You have
4: to resign as Pope of Chillytown, John Lynn, <laughs> and you have to renounce your and apologize your false concept about the atonement, which, by the way, I referenced in my prayer. Thank you very much, David nice. uh, Jenkins. David
2: Jenkins. All right. (laughs) Okay, go ahead, Matt. Continue with the…
0: I acknowledge the fact that you have the right to speak openly, and I'm not trying to stop you from saying the things that you want to say. But I also need you to know that you do not have the right to say these things and remain a member in good standing.
2: I am a member in good standing.
0: I think where we go from here is simply that I would like… I'm placing you on informal probation. And I'm not sure if you understand exactly what that means. I don't yeah. <laughs> Neither do you <clears throat> Informal in probation is that It is informal probation oh. There we go, now it's all
2: clear As, as opposed to formal improbation <laughs>
0: Right uh, It's the opportunity. opportunity Opportunity Where we come to a crossroads And where you decide to go from this point is up to you
2: Opportunity, wow
0: These are the things that I've asked you to do. These are the things that I've laid out and I think are straightforward. And where you choose to go determines where we will go after informal probation.
2: Hang on a second. I just just want to point out that he said, I think they're straightforward. Yeah. So right here you can see that the LGBT support thing was definitely part. Right there. It's right there.
0: Right, it's straightforward.
2: Straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> so John is right. John is right. He admitted it so right here. Jeez.
0: Right. They're on super secret probation. Yeah. And where you choose to go, you got that after informal probation. Informal probation can be as simple as the fact that you and I know it's not publicly disseminated. Ever this- publicly <laughs> That this is the position that you're in. It doesn't take away your opportunity to partake of the sacrament. It may take away your opportunity to serve in church callings until it's resolved. It is much different than any kind of formal probation for which I cannot put you on because I believe that the position that we're in is that if informal probation does not work, then the next thing we would do is to go to church disciplinary council. So I want you to know that I have taken this matter seriously and I have prayed about it and I feel comfortable about what I've decided and the inspiration that I've received to come uh, to this crossroads. And the next step is that I stand ready to help you in any way possible in whatever decision that you may make, in whatever direction you choose to go. And I also reassure you, as I have reassured you before in the past, that there is no withdrawal of love or support from members of your family, from members of your family, for your spouse, for your father, for any other individual. And I'll be happy to share this with you. He sets paper on the table. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you have thoughts and ideas or
2: questions. Um, some of the, some of that I probably, uh, some of that definitely reflects doubts or concerns that I have. I think those things are well-founded and well-based. I guess I would, I would expect at least an invitation to talk about these things.
0: You know, I'll share this with you as well. Part of the preparation for this was speaking with your previous priesthood leaders. I cannot tell you of a more patient, long-suffering individual than President Jensen. And the two of us sat in this room, knelt in prayer, and we prayed about you together to try to determine which direction we should go and what we should do. I will tell you the answer that came is that I looked at him and said, I'm not sure that I would have as much patience as you had to spend the (laughs) extensive period of time working with Brother Dillon like you had. And he shared with me a different thought. He said, I don't
3: know.
2: Sorry. What was that? A different thought. (laughs) That is the sound of a different
0: thought. (laughs) And I'm not sure that I'd have the courage to confront Brother Dillon about the things that he has said. And so I extend to you the invitation to continue to talk about these things. But I don't know that that would be something that would be very prolonged. I think depending on your heart and where you want to go, I I would be happy to accommodate visits and visit with you. And do you
4: see that all of those requests that you have as an initial step, though? <laughs> I'm not sure what my yeah. line means. Did I say that wrong? <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me try to rephrase my line. And do you see that all of those requests that you have as an initial step, though? Yes, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, it's
2: very okay, fair. Okay, so... I think some of those matters reflect genuine concerns that I have. I think some of them reflect things that maybe were taken out of context, and some of them reflect opinions that I may have written in the past that are angry or hurtful.
0: And I share with that, and I acknowledge that to you. I think there may have been things said in the past, and your mind or heart may have changed. But at some point, you need to acknowledge the fact that you've said those and renounce those. Because the Internet is an interesting, interesting creature. You and I both grew up in an opportunity, when we used to have to write a report by writing to the library and checking out an encyclopedia. The internet is full of truths and untruths. You know that.
2: And all the good things that I've said about the church, the positive things, the things that are in harmony with the gospel, I'm curious why that's not reflected in what you've offered.
0: Unfortunately, we're so sorry. at the end of the day, we're only remembered for the things that we do. <laughs> I
2: mean. But I just said that I did do those things. <laughs> why aren't I remembered for those things that I did?
4: What? What? I, I would like to say we both grew up in an opportunity when we used to have to write. He loves the report. word Opportunity.
2: <laughs> It makes it makes everything more positive.
4: Yeah, okay. actually, that was, a, that was an opportunity we grew up in.
2: I think
1: that the the, the word, using the word opportunity like this is kind of a Mormon thing. Like you, a lot of times you pray, you, you you express gratitude for the opportunity to do things. Okay, um, yeah, I think it's kind of a, a an imprint of, of yeah, Mormon but language. It,
2: I think it's also an imprint of Mormon tendency to use euphemism instead of saying what you really mean, and you know, like I. I I spent six years of my life when I was going through graduate school as a a reservationist for United Airlines. And as a customer service reservationist, they taught us that there are certain words you don't say, like problem. You don't say – like even if somebody says to you, I've got a problem, you restate to them, oh, okay, well, what can we do with this? Issue or with this opportunity, mm. you know, but you, you don't call it a problem. <laughs> so I, I see that there's right. that sort of thing going on here. That he's saying we've come to an right. opportunity in this crossroads, not like a problem. Right. Like you're this an, isn't
0: an obstacle. This isn't an obstacle. This isn't a challenge. It's yeah. an opportunity to right. grow and overcome. Yeah. And This
2: isn't the end of a process. This is the beginning of your return. You know. Right. So, all right. So, are we still somewhere with you, Matt? <clears throat>
0: The reality of this matter is if I go onto your website and follow your podcaster on Facebook, I see opportunities where yeah. things that I find most sacred are discussed. For instance, your recent post about not posting your interview with Tom Phillips, but yet at the same time providing the link so that anybody that would follow you could easily go there.
2: Oh, you figured that out, huh? That's... <laughs>
0: that's that's much like me telling someone don't open that door but here's the door and there's i don't
2: know what that has to do with all the positive things that i've said or done
0: well the positive things are positive things and i appreciate those but you've said a lot of negative things about the church and we all are accountable for at the end of the day we are accountable for everything we say, positive and negative.
2: Except for the church, we're not accountable for that because there are no negative things. We're just going to – Okay,
1: okay. We're, we're See, we're, we're getting t- – I think we're getting a little bit too bogged down in the commentary or, or are we not? I don't know.
0: Ah, The okay. commentary is where the fun is.
1: Yeah, that's true. All right, all right.
0: And there isn't a balance that says, if I say five more positive things, I can say four bad things. There's no (laughs) check of balance of positive balance, anything like that.
2: Well, I'd at least appreciate a chance to talk about the issues that you listed here. Do you want to do that real quick?
0: We talked a little bit about that last time.
2: Can I look at the letter? Shuffles papers. Okay, so, okay, I want to... Oh, oh sure now so you cool. want to get bogged down is, is in the President commentary.
1: King, I know, I Thanks. know. I'm a, <laughs> Thanks, I'm a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. I'm sorry. Um but is President King saying that the positive things don't count as things you do but the negative things do? Like what what is he saying where He's
2: saying he's saying John, I want you to address the things that are here and not try to deflect it and talk about something else.
4: No, he's saying that he, that that any if you say any negative things then that's all that matters. It doesn't matter how many no, do.
2: I don't think he's. I, I mean, well, I, I think he said
4: that. he said if there's yeah. five positive things and four, I can say four bad things, it doesn't. No, you can't saying, say any bad things.
2: He's saying there's not. Right, right.
4: In other but, words, any bad things you say, that's all that counts. It doesn't matter how many of the hell well, positive. He's saying things we you expect. Say. Yeah, we expect all members to I say. I mean, good everybody should all say search. positive things all day long. That should only be those don't count.
2: Well, right. you, I, he's he's talking about accountability. He said John. You need to acknowledge that you've said these things and renounce them or own them. You know, you've got to be accountable for these things. And just because you said positive things, that doesn't make the negative things go away. And the reason that we're sitting here and having this conversation is because of these things that I wrote down in this letter. So, you know. So
0: address those.
2: Address them, acknowledge them. and, And John's like, well, what about the positive things? Why didn't you put them in the letter? I think that's a valid question. But. It's also, like, you know why. You're not being called to discipline because of positive that, things. That, the, the, things like Jake's
4: say? question, though, was do the positive things count? The answer is no. <laughs> no. The only yeah. thing that matters yeah. is the negative things. And so, right, so like right. you say, John is deflecting and saying there's positive things. That doesn't matter.
0: Right? Yeah, right. It's like that thing that matters. Yeah. You don't get credit for babysitting your own kids if you're a man, because that's what you're <laughs> supposed to do. I mean, right, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. That's, right, that's yeah. not credit or something. I don't know, I'm trying. Right. Yeah, um, no,
1: I think that's I think that's that's as clear of an analogy as I
0: Yeah.
1: I've heard. So um For that particular thing. Okay, sorry. Although
4: uh, although this thing, though, then when he says, I appreciate at least to talk about the issues you list here, do you want to do that real quick? Well, we talked about that last time. That's actually kind of like a weird segue that just happened because before it sounded like that. what the stake president was saying was, I want you to talk about them. And now John's like, well, I wish we could just talk about them a little. And he's like, well, we don't have time to do that. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, because I've I,
4: already I've already filibustered you, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I know, lots of filibustering. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: I yeah. yeah. I, but I I I don't think he was giving him an invitation earlier to talk about them. Even though it kind of sounded like that, he was just saying, "I want you to acknowledge them, okay, and refute them." Oh, but but you know, like he
4: doesn't want to re- talk about them. He just wants you to say either you said it yes, or you said, or or you want to refute it.
2: Yeah, and you know like all of the antichrists in the Book of Mormon and the the pharisees who tried to catch Jesus in word traps that they, they they're all like these you know smooth talking you know their words will get you kind of thing. And and I think the reason he's filibustering is to to keep John from opening up his witch's mouth and bewitching him with his words and, like, trying to confuse the issues by, what about the positive things that I've said? You know, like, don't give me all those sweet, sticky words. You know, I, I think there's some of that going on. I don't know.
0: Yeah, very, very scared scared to engage John he just wants to say yeah. you're just listening now. No, you're just listening now.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. And and he did say earlier, boy, your old stake president sure was more patient than I'm going to be. Yeah. So <laughs> so <laughs> here's the line in the sand, don't cross it. You know, don't test me. I'm putting you on informal probation, which means strike 1, you know. We get true. to strike 2, then you're going to be out. But, you know, I'm I'm taking a stand. So. Right.
1: I mean, but could you imagine being in his position where Somebody like a public uh, um, president, King. President, yeah. um, Where you know you you haven't known him for that long. You're not the person that's been working with him for a long time. And then now this is incredibly public affair, and you can't control whether it's it's public or not. And headquarters calls
4: you up and says you've got to get rid of this guy, (laughs) and and you don't know anything about it.
3: Yeah,
1: right. So it's just I don't know. It's got to be a. It's it's he's probably doing his best. This is probably what he thinks he he needs to do to control what's already kind of an uncontrollable situation or out of control situation
2: yeah my my daughter was the who's the senior in high school their their senior play was the crucible um, who who was that henry miller was that his name um something miller but but you, you guys uh familiar with the crucible you know what that is
0: yeah that's the scarlet a isn't it no, it, no well, it's, oh, the witch, it's the witch Salem,
2: Salem Witch Trials. Salem yeah. Witch Trial. I've like, seen
0: the movie, Daniel Day Lewis and.
2: No, but that is the Scarlet Letter.
0: Winona no, Rider? Crucible. Yeah.
2: Oh, maybe Winona
4: Crucible.
0: Rider.
2: Okay. Ar- yeah, Arthur yeah,
0: yeah. Miller is the playwright.
2: Arthur Miller. That's yeah. it. That's it. But uh, it was really interesting to watch, watch that um, and think about just human nature when it comes to religiosity and protecting your territory, but also the power, you know, because, because Arthur Miller wrote it uh, during uh, the, the what was the guy, the communist thing McCarthy, McCarthy. yeah, the McCarthy times and saying, you know, this is a modern witch hunt, you know, so the, the, the Salem stuff he was framing for that modern, but I see it here in what Brian King's doing as well, you know? And, And so it's, it's quite possible that, there's a little bit of him that kind of is excited that he gets to be the one who's gonna be stalwart and stand up to the modern-day Corahor and he'll he'll be the amulet you know mm-hmm. and he can play that role um, and do it so there there may be a little bit of that I don't know but um, yeah he, he sure is taking a stand and saying this is this is how it's gonna be you know right so. All right, so John DeLynn, after the papers are shuffled, says, Yeah, regarding God, um, I hope I hope there is a God. I I want there to be an afterlife. I've felt power and influence in my life before that has motivated me, and I consider myself a believer in God. Yeah, 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 why not? Um, But this does reflect doubts that I've had in my life, and that's why I think there's a little bit taken out of context, because if you... I'm not asking you to respond, so stop opening your mouth. If you mind, I just share, because some of these are kind of accusations. Go ahead. So I don't think anybody actually knows that God exists. I think that people have feelings and emotions, and they choose to describe their perspectives as knowledge. But that is semantics, because I don't think that anybody really knows. So is that grounds for excommunication?
0: I haven't mentioned that.:
2: Is that grounds for a disciplinary counsel? No. So we're OK on that one.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we all work on our testimonies in the belief that there is a God, and I believe that people have different levels of faith. But I think it's another thing in your position, and I'll be straightforward. I think you play that to people as an opportunity to draw them and to reinforce their doubts as well.
2: Play what?
0: Your doubts about God.
2: I play my doubts.
0: Well, you give other people the opportunity to feel more comfortable that they doubt because you doubt.
2: Are you saying that I'm doing that on purpose?
0: I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into the semantics, and I'm not going to argue.
2: <laughs> Why do you keep saying the word semantics?
0: I I'm happy that he said that there. I am too. Yeah. I mean, really, God. he said the word
2: opportunity more than he said semantics.
4: I know, but he keeps on. Pretending that this is a semantic argument.
2: Yeah, right.
0: Right, Wait, right. Well, it's it's John the, the the sophisticated one. He's going to use sophistry to catch him in his words. Yeah,
2: but
1: sophisticated so, yeah. one. The guy's a medical doctor. I know.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> that's but not... untrained Seriously. in the ways
0: of you know. yeah. Uh, I'm not going to get. No,
2: you know, why do you keep saying it, the I word semantics.
0: semantics? Because my experience in visiting with you is always the once. What <laughs> <laughs> <Once>. is is <laughs> you trying to ask me to say something, and you will at some point or another misquote.
2: Have I misquoted you so far?
0: No, but I still have that belief
2: because <laughs> we can go back and check the tape.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you have that fear. I do. Okay. I think I, I,
2: I kind of took some dramatic liberty. In, no, that was yeah, good. Uh, no. that was... But
4: let, let, let me just step in here between the two of you again, as David Jenkins. I think part of the nature of this, too, is that the church is filled with all levels of faith and testimony of individuals. I mean, you are well, well aware of that. There is a public nature of this and of expressing your doubts publicly. That causes other people to have doubts and then questions far beyond perhaps what they normally would happen to seek avenues that are different than the church would hope and recommend. I mean, going to their ward in prayer or going to their bishop or priesthood leader to seek direction with their doubts versus having those publicly proclaimed to the world. Here are my doubts and I'm a member. Those are incompatible as a member of the church. Also, publicly expressing doubt that also encourage other people to have those doubts and to nurture those doubts versus to nurture faith. So, as I read that or listen to that, that's where my perception of it is. It's that there's this public nature to it that members have differed. Just like there are other members like you that have those same doubts, their membership would not be in question.
2: So you can have doubts, you just can't speak publicly about them. Is that right?
4: In those forms that
0: you have got there, referencing my papers here, yeah.
2: So you agree?
0: I think, again, that's a slippery slope because you will take me for my word, and that's not necessarily what I mean. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, by the way, you cannot fucking <laughs> tell I'm talking you about. as what I just said. <clears throat>
4: What what do I say?
2: (laughs) Yeah, David Jenkins isn't that (laughs) articulate. (laughs) His thinking (laughs) is, he is.
0: Sorry.
2: Yeah. So what do you mean?
0: I mean that there are several people who struggle with uncertainty and other people don't know. I worry that if they come to you and come to your website, that why they feel akin in your spirit about doubting, I worry that they become comfortable with the things that you share. And then in another podcast, you move to another extreme and allow them to question their testimony about the prophet Joseph Smith. So I think that there's a part of this that brings them in closer. They feel comfortable. Then at the, time, at the same time, you share something that you believe, and I disagree. I, and I don't like that. I don't feel comfortable with that.
2: Okay, but you've expressed that you guys don't like the public expression of doubt.
0: No, it's okay. Well, n- not true. Everybody has doubts.
2: I'm talking about the public expression of doubt.
0: You can publicly express that you have a doubt. You can? You can. Okay. The problem that comes that I have is when people come to you or align themselves with you, and then they become more comfortable in their doubts because you have doubts.
2: Which I have no control over.
0: Well, you do in a sense that you express them publicly.
2: So it is expressing – so it is about <laughs> expressing doubts publicly. This
0: is a circular argument. <laughs>
2: no, it's not. It's,
0: I, no, you guys are saying it. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> –
2: Okay. <laughs> Long pause. <laughs> so I say, that
1: is far... one of my
0: favorite exchanges right there. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, that was really good. <clears throat>
1: yeah, I know. I like. I was like drawn into it. I was like, oh, it's gonna happen. Like because the, the back and forth was good. You guys got chemistry. I know, but then, but then, what is the segue,
4: John? This <laughs> is weird. This okay. is bad writing. Okay, here we go. Yeah okay. well
2: it's cuz he's he's reading off this list right and oh, okay but, and I mean, this is like and Brian oh, King has said yeah, that's right. said All right I'm right. not talking, I'm not talking about this with you anymore this is circular arguments we're not getting anywhere uh, yeah. and, and John so we, goes we've okay, already
4: agreed that we can doubt god as long as we don't publicly, except for we're not saying that because that's yeah, circular. We're saying
2: okay. we're, we're not saying that it's wrong to publicly express doubts. We're saying that it's wrong when the publicly expressed drought, uh, doubts attract other people who yes. align with you.
0: <clears throat> it's a- okay. Oh people without an audience to express doubts publicly it's yeah. not okay for you who has the potential of thousands and thousands of people to right. express publicly.
2: well but they weren't even that clear in it. like they no, kept they saying i know but you're saying,
4: a sped you you get up on and you say something into the whole world and scream it who cares because you're a sped but this is not happening here
2: okay. well i don't i didn't get i didn't follow that
4: Well, in other words, you can say things publicly if nobody gives a shit about what you're saying. (laughs) But obviously a lot of people listen to John DeLynn, and so saying it publicly, that's the problem. It's not about publicly. It's about if if anybody listens to you. It's about the
2: audience, right. But but, I mean, like I think John's trying to tie them down into a – you know, freedom of expression, you know, free speech kind of thing. And he's like, I'm not going to fall for that, John. I, I am not going to say that you are not free or that it's not okay to express your doubts. What's wrong is that you create a space for people that it's okay for them to doubt. And John's like, I can't control how people respond to what I say. Like, if it's okay for me to say things publicly and those things are doubts, people are going to yeah. respond to it. But it was already okay that. for
4: him to say that he could doubt. Yeah. In other words, it was already okay for him to doubt, and so if he says something and then they doubt, it's okay for them to doubt too because it was already okay for John to doubt.
2: Yeah, but but they're being dishonest when they're saying it's really okay for John to doubt that. And okay, like, well, then so caught him circular. in dishonest. Yeah. right? Right. And and, and it, it's this like is a he, circular
0: argument, Glenn. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See the the church. The church should really start doing mock disciplinary councils and, <laughs> and because they're starting <laughs> yeah. to come across people who are well read and have thought through these things, and and they've thought through them things from different angles that that the these that leaders never, never have. yeah. Right, right so they're not prepared to counter anything. So they what they need to do, I'll offer my services to anyone who's about to have a disciplinary <laughs> oh, council. Bring funny. me in beforehand, yeah. I'll play the, yeah. the the penitent and we'll it'll be fun.
2: Yeah. But except that in in like a court of law, reason matters and in this it doesn't. You know, like it's just I'm your state president, here's what I'm saying stop trying to dance around it with your words. Just accept it. You know, yeah. like that wouldn't work in a court of law. So they don't need to do mock.
0: No, they. they well, they, they, he needed it because he didn't see any of this coming. Because the problem is they also hadn't thought through their arguments. They, In their mind, it's been really clear. Uh, oh, he because he says he things yeah, he saw He, said, he said X, Y, and Z. Boom. You know, yeah. what are we even talking about? Okay. Well, when John says, wait a minute, can I not express my doubts? There, the answer has to be, of course you can. But then... It becomes circular. And this
1: was never intended to be a dialogue at all. You know, right. this is never intended to be a back and forth, let's talk about this. Let's talk this through. Let's present our cases. It's this is a this is a, a one-way street. Right. Um,
4: you repent you know. about these three points
1: that we made. Four right. Points these are, are our makers. these are our terms. That's a nice yeah. salvation you have there. It'd be a shame if anything happened to it.
2: Right, yep. right, right. And and we've we've already written out the things that you're You've been accused of. This is the basis for us putting you on informal prob- probation. We're here today to tell you that you're on informal probation. We'll hand you the reasons why. See ya. You know, like, and, and, and we'll pay lip service to saying, I'll work with you and I'll be here for you if you want to come back. But your heart has to be softened, and I just don't think it's soft. So I'm not going to have this conversation with you, but uh, okay, you forced me. I'll have the conversation with you because I have to be able to say that I'm willing to because I already said that I'm willing to. So, oh crap, I painted myself into a corner. What are you saying, right? Right,
1: and 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 this was never intended to be some you know publicly viewed. I mean, this was never um...
0: right.
2: Yeah, not by Brian King. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> or by the or, church. Or, or,
4: I
2: mean, the, the, no, the, the church. John, John knew. One, John knew.
4: Or dramatically recreated.
0: Right. (laughs) Especially with such finesse. Right. Right. If we could have turned this into a musical.
2: Well, John did sing a little bit at the beginning.
0: Oh, he did? Yeah, when we get to that part, I'll sing it again. Okay. Okay, Okay. good. Yeah, I was really thinking you could could do this to the tune of the the uh, Javert-Jean Valjean exchange. I, did, a, I, I, have, I have two songs. I have two songs. So we'll see.
3: All right. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. So after that long pause. So as far as the resurrection, you know, I believe in trying to live the teachings of Christ as it relates to charity and love and kindness.
0: And that is what you expressed the last time we visited. Sorry, I was trying it. <laughs> okay. All right. That was good.
2: <laughs> I think it's a matter of faith about resurrection and the afterlife. It does bother me. It does bother me that an all-powerful, all-knowing God couldn't have come up with a different plan to make things right than to have to torture and punish somebody. That, that does bother me. It just feels like violent and feels like there's got to be a better way. Again, I put the atonement as something that none of us know for sure about. So from my perspective, we're all speculating about that. But it is true that it bothers me. Is that grounds in your mind?
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to do Javert again. Uh, these are personal expressions and personal things that you have. Those are not grounds that I have to take any church disciplinary action against you. You're missing the boat. You have <laughs> a flock of internet followers.
2: I don't think I'm missing the boat if we talk about these things.
0: Well, it looks like you're asking me to say that what you're doing is okay, and I'm not saying that what you're doing is okay If you come to me irrespective of Mormon studies or whatever you posted and that said president king I'm struggling with my faith. Then I would say to you. Let's this is a personal issue I'm not saying you can't visit with your wife about that your friends people who are important to you But I don't believe in taking this to the world
2: So the problem is speaking openly about my doubts and concerns
0: it's more about, again, providing a forum for other people to come to participate in the discussion about their doubts and concerns.
2: But I also have people who come on and talk about their faith and belief. I do both. Well,
4: <laughs> but dude, we we already settled. The beat. No, yeah. there, no, yeah. no positives outweigh negatives. It doesn't yeah. matter. Okay, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> well, you do. And at the same time, I'm not so sure that I that, – the nature of the individuals that come on are not the nature of individuals that I commonly would go to reaffirm and strengthen my testimony.
2: Okay, but Richard Bushman, the stake patriarch, Terrell Givens, who has multiple contracts with the church.
0: Well, that was a long time ago as well. Hey, hey, I'm, that's my line. Oh, sorry, dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got, now, now make it count, John.
1: Oh, no, you, well, have, you have like several lines coming up.
0: I know, but I mean really you you, you, yeah, you to, only you yeah, yeah, you, you're like an f sharp in like a, in you a to to, you, you're
4: not talking to, you're not talking to Richard Bushman and Terrell Gibbons these days that was a long time ago
2: <laughs> i'm interviewing Terrell Gibbons in like Two weeks?
4: Well, well, that's the future.
3: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that's great. We what's can't, your we
4: point? Can't try, we can't try you for the future.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So he says, what's your point?
4: Well, we are unaware of your future ones. <laughs> the ones you're mentioning here have been quite distant in the past. You might correct there here in two weeks. Then, great. That's what he says. But
2: but you didn't hesitate to pull quotes that were very distant in the past. Those seem to be relevant.
4: Well, we can't see the future. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have to tell you, I don't think I'm helping this
2: in one <laughs> yeah, <right. Go> <laughs> yeah we can't see the future but we can tell you when she,
4: yeah, okay i can see the future i'm going we're gonna excommunicate you right
0: yeah. right, <laughs> right. If, I'm, if i'm john you just want to say is somebody not hearing me
2: yeah. well those seem to be relevant i'm just saying i don't get credit for the positive things i've done in the past but you can't take negative things i've done in the past and use or but you you okay I don't get credit for the positive things I've done in the past, but you can take negative things I've done in the past and use them. Is that what you're
3: saying?
4: No. Actually, yes, I did say that. (laughs) No, I don't have a statement to that. But many of the things he's listed there aren't that far in the past.
2: No, but again, (laughs) there are positive things that I've done in the past.
0: But again, like I said before. It's not like you can take five things there and four things there and five things and five things. Five and four. It's it's the context and the nature of the direction in which you go.
2: Substantial pause while John reads the paper.
0: Jake, you ready to tap back in? All right, I'll tap back in. Okay.
2: Yeah, I don't love the teachings of the One True Church. That's true, because I feel, like it, I feel like it judges and subjugates other faiths or religions like they're wrong. So my perspective is that we have an important and special thing, Pfft, come on, but other people do too. And when we speak about us as true, implies that they're false. And that's the narrative that I don't like. I'm okay with saying that our church is special. I'm not retired. I'm special. Has good things and unique things, but the idea that all other churches are an abomination—that—that that is repulsive to me. Calling other churches an abomination or thinking of them as an abomination—is that a problem? You,
1: you know what? Let me let me just summarize the direction we're going, and perhaps that'll answer your questions. I think our paths are different.
2: Why won't you give me the respect of answering the? My, it's like you're impatient. I'm not Sorry, impatient,
1: John. Look, oh, you're you're hammering up a bit. Glenn. John's not bad. Hey. No, oh, I like it. though it good. good
4: reading. I I, I like Brian King reading here. John
1: too. gets. I mean, coming coming in in, in this part. I see. I've read through this whole thing. So coming up here, John gets pretty feisty. I need you to be right. able to throw some punches, Glenn. All right. <laughs>
2: Why won't you give me the respect of answering the my? It's like you're impatient. I'm not impatient. Yeah, well, you're cutting me off. This is the dialogue that should be here. This is the second time that we've ever met, and you have these charges against me, and I'm trying to explain my perspective. You seem like you want to pull the trigger.
1: That's not what
2: the letter says. That's how you're acting. That's not what the letter says. Okay, so so do you have a problem <laughs> with what I ex- just expressed about the One True Church?
1: yes. I do because our doctrinal beliefs
2: are different. I believe there
1: is one true church.
2: So, do you believe that all of the other churches are an abomination like the Doctrine and Covenant says?
1: I believe that we have one true church. I believe that the abomination comes in the sense that they don't have the full truth. That's why we do missionary work. That's why I don't
2: the... think that we have the full truth, which is why we need continuing revelation. Oh, then
1: boom. this is then this is why we're having this kind of discussion because my thought keeps coming back to me honestly is why you keep thinking I'm pulling a trigger, I keep saying, why are you fighting to become a member of the church when you're—sorry, w- why are you fighting to become a member of the church when you're fighting so hard to not believe in the
2: church? I want to really understand why you're taking these actions. I want to understand exactly what I've done wrong. It's it's clearly stated in the letter. No, it's not clear to me. But it's sad to me. You're not willing— To at least spend an hour talking about it. I haven't put a
1: time frame on our discussion this evening,
2: but you're interrupting me, and you're not showing a desire to shortchange. Okay, okay, but you are interrupting me, and you're showing a desire to shortchange the discussion, and you're not speaking in goodwill. (laughs) Nothing like President Jensen. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Jensen. We already, we already, Uh, we already met with President Jensen and prayed with him, kneeling.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, we're well. We're all different. We've both acknowledged that. And you know what? It's interesting because one of the concepts that you need to understand, Brother Delin, is that the Lord administers this church through imperfect people.
2: You don't need to lecture me on that. Yeah. I'm well aware. But I don't think you're acting <laughs> Christ-like right now.
1: Well, that's your opinion.
2: So I'm just thinking about the Doctrine and Covenants. That's your opinion. Long-suffering? <laughs> you think you're being long-suffering? that's your opinion no i'm asking you what you think
1: i think i am i
2: think i think i am
1: okay i think that our uh i think that i've tried everything i can do to perfectly consider this to come up with a heartfelt to you you don't know what the draft you don't know what draft this is of this letter how many times <laughs> i've sat down and said no i can't say that or i need to say that so long suffering yes because while it may, why, because while it might not be how you perceive it, it's how I perceive it.
4: I think the church has been long suffering, and the administration changes from time to time, as is the way of the church. Does things as a whole, as representatives of the church, I think that there has been a lot of long suffering, as everything has gone on for a long period of time that has transpired. President Jensen is very, very long suffering, and this is just a continuation.
2: Are you saying that the church has been long suffering with me? As Holds these, microphone closer to his face.
4: <laughs> as these stake presidents are representatives of the church, yes.
2: Mm. Are you aware of the problems with the Book of Mormon in terms of its historicity?
0: I've That's read kind your of a article. Turn wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: right here he starts getting <laughs> yeah. in his
0: face about that was just a little high. Yeah, that was a little more. That was a little high and tight right there. Just kind of giving him yeah. the gym music. <laughs> Woo-hoo!
2: Yeah. Schwing. I've read your articles. I don't think I've ever written an article on the historicity.
1: I've read what you published, what you asked me to read when we visited last time.
2: But are you aware of the historicity problems of the Book of Mormon?
1: I'm I'm familiar with them. I have a testimony of the Book of Mormon.
2: Right. But are you aware of the historical problems with it?
1: Yes. As I shared with you before, I was reading literature against the Book of Mormon long before our association ever came to be. And I'm comfortable with the positions and the statements I've had in the past. I'm comfortable. I have a testimony. It's the Word of God
2: dude Bri- Brian King is uh, he like he's just not he's not being honest what? He, he he didn't he 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 he's not he won't acknowledge that no, I don't know the historical problems of the Book of Mormon. No. He, you know, he's taken this like, look, you young whippersnapper. I've been doing this while you were still a gleam in your father's eye. You know, like yeah. I I know all this stuff. You don't need to tell me that there's stuff. I've come to the conclusion that it's true. I don't need to know any more than that. You know, but but he's like he's just like I'm not going to have a discussion with you about things that might be. Substantial, you know. I don't know. I hear a lot of my dad in this. Well, this is the way that he approaches this stuff. How old is
4: this guy? Do you have any idea how old? I mean, I don't know who these people are.
2: I think he's young.
4: I mean, that's...
0: well, when I I gave him when I gave him a one star review on his, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 On
1: on his Mormon Yelp (laughs) steak, yeah. On his
0: his surgeon, I said he left a sponge in me, and
4: (laughs) 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 no, of course not. Yeah, it's like what's what's it like? rate your hot professor or
2: whatever it was. yeah right right, right. yeah um, but but I mean I I think if if you're John delinn and you're sitting here you can you can sniff a mile away that this guy's being disingenuous
0: right I don't, I, see, I, I, uh, I don't I don't sense that really yeah I mean I, I see him he's acknowledging you know, I acknowledge your his historical there. problems so what I have a testimony
2: yeah so so like John's John's saying, "Are you aware of the historic problem?" And, well, he and does, he's the, not
4: aware of him for real. I mean, he's I mean, not right. It, but but that
2: doesn't I think he is. And and he also is offended that John would try to turn the conversation this way. Okay. Right? You know, he's like, "How dare you tell me what we're going to talk about? I didn't even put that on that list, and you're trying to talk <laughs> about historicity problems of the Book of Mormon." The whole Mormon? thing is about the letter. Yeah, uh, so John's like, are you aware? Yeah, don't tell me. But are you aware? Hey, I read what you told me to read
0: last time, which he didn't, clearly. No. What, because what I say is I'm aware that people say there are historicity problems. Right, that's- right,
2: right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but so like John, like whatever it was that John gave him to read, it probably wasn't about historicity problems. Because the way that John's responding here was like, that's not – Wait. That, what what do you mean? You read what I told you to read. I'm asking you if you know yeah, the yeah, historicity right. not, problems. Yeah, exactly
1: right. It's you know, well, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I can really understand where President King's coming from, though, because he's this is totally going against the program. This is not yeah. what's supposed to happen in these in these meetings and so the the idea the audacity of a member coming to their priesthood leader and saying read this and then we'll discuss it as yeah. we as and then then come discuss back it with here you. right that's i mean that's incredibly audacious when in the the way that the church is structured today especially in the context of a disciplinary hearing that's like really audacious
2: yeah are, are you suggesting that two men can't have a discussion that's respectful as equals because they're men they're both men
1: <laughs> oh, uh, well, I, I don't want to... No, I agree. I don't think that anyone's an, in the... It's
4: an, asymm, it's an asymmetrical relationship.
1: Absolutely. Right. It is yeah. an asymmetrical relationship.
0: Right. Well, it'd be, it would Would have gone much worse if John was a woman.
2: And, and I think... Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I think if...
0: If John was I, I a woman, think, he doesn't have to
4: talk to the state president, they would have just boom, you know, some bishop would just yeah. be able to excommunicate sure, her yeah, yeah. with a nothing, you know, right. without even talking to her.
2: Um I, I think also the uh the the term that John's using, historicity problems, it's it's probably such an an insider nomenclature that right. he doesn't really know what he's talking about. the, the, the president doesn't really know what John's asking. Right. Right. So the, the historicity problems. Like, I don't know. He's just he, he doesn't want to
4: admit that he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Right, right, right. Because right, well, he right.
1: wants to control the conversation. Yeah. So he doesn't want to open that's up something. He's saying, saying, yes,
0: yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Right. He's yeah. trying to appease I read, him. I read what you asked me to read. Of course I do.
1: Right, okay. right. He's trying to appease him because he wants to control the conversation yeah.
2: again. So. And, and he keeps going back to his testimony because that's what he's been trained to do. Yeah. All right. So testimony, the word of God. And John says, Right. And do you understand why someone would uh, would struggle with the historicity of the Book of Mormon? Yeah, Yes. Yes, I do. Do you have sympathies or empathies for someone in that position?
1: I do in the sense that I would hope that they would try to gain a stronger testimony of it.
2: That's, that's not, not that's not sympathy or empathy Jackson. with a position. <laughs> that's a desire for them to change their position. But do you have sympathy or empathy for people who feel like there are serious historical problems with the Book of Mormon?
1: I do, because if I don't say that I do, then you'll say that I'm not. Nah, so, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, <yes.
2: That's> amazing.
3: <laughs> if I say I'm not, that makes me look like an asshole. Yeah, right. <laughs>
2: Then John goes, so that's why you're saying that?
3: <laughs> no. no. No, but I just – every
1: every discussion that we have and every question that you ask me, I'm trying to carefully choose my words so that you understand how I feel. I feel in a position that I am, that is a stake president, that we are discussing these things. And I feel a responsibility <laughs> as the stake president to protect the good name of the
3: church. <laughs>
2: So you're telling me how you feel. You're telling me what you think you should s- – oh, wait. So you're not telling me how you feel. You're telling me what you think you should say as the stake president? I'm telling
1: you how I feel as the stake president, and I hope the two things are in harmony with my own
2: personal beliefs. Yeah, wow. but what he's really doing is saying asymmetry. Hey,
4: is that, saying, right. asymmetry. Yeah, saying, <laughs> you – Freaking
0: hear me, I am the stake you know, president. This
3: is chest beating
1: here.
0: Well this is I I I always think of that that talk from Elder Iring where he talks about being a bishop and when he was he was released, this woman comes to him and asks for advice and help and he says I'm sorry, I can't help you because I'm no longer the bishop as if that's somehow he's now void of common sense, empathy, uh, some sort of ex- life experience that could help this woman just, Oh, I'm no longer the bishop. I'm, I can't help you. That's basically what he's saying. I have a script. I have this idea of, of how I can play as the state president. And that may be different than what I really think or what I might really say, but for now I'm the state president and that should be enough for you.
2: We, we are about to get. I I looked ahead. We are about to get to the most honest thing that President King has said all night. So John says, okay, so you don't want to answer that question. I I don't know how to answer that question. Boom. Thank you. That, finally. But the thing is, it's
1: further on, it's clear that he does at least know some of these things.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm trying to get a sense whether you even understand the concerns that people have about the Book of Mormon and why they would doubt it.
1: I do, because many, uh, many people don't believe it's true.
2: But do you understand why?
1: Yes, because of DNA evidence, because of episodes where certain things are talked about in the Book of Mormon as far as swords and horses and other things like that, I understand. And how do you make sense of that? Because I didn't actually listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because because as I read the Book of Mormon I have an overwhelming comfort uh, with how I feel and that's the difference that is what I can't explain and maybe that's what I need to share with you is that I can't necessarily explain all of the things that you're concerned about but I can't explain how I feel when I read that and how I feel when I apply the principles of the Book of Mormon in my life
0: I feel the same way about Harry Potter so. Good on no, you, you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't feel that same way. Yeah, it's a quite, great message.
2: Yeah, so you feel like it's true, and you just can't explain why.
0: No, I said it feels – what does he say? This uh, is a circular. You <laughs> <laughs> can't explain how I feel, yeah. or I can explain how I feel when I read it. Yeah. I, Wait, so uh,
1: – Can someone um, – why do you think John is bringing this up? I mean, why is he going—why is he pushing down this, this specific—I mean, there's a there's a million things he could be going down. He could be going down the right. uh, Book of Abraham. But why, why drill into one issue to this amount of depth when up to this point it's been kind of laundry
2: list? Because he, he said earlier that you're not being Christ-like. And he's trying to demonstrate that Christ would have empathy and sympathy— uh, for why somebody would disbelieve, you know, th- that's a value. And so, j- so so, John's going on this idea that a value is to empathize and sympathize, and you, President King, are not doing those things. So I was right when I said you weren't Christ-like and you need to repent. Okay. And President King senses that, and he's like, you're not going to tell me to repent. You're not going to tell me that I'm not empath- empathetic or sympathetic, that I don't care. You know, I'm going to tell you that I do care, even though he doesn't really even know enough to care, and he clearly doesn't. He just, well, I think he's like he's if, also if
0: testing, testing him to see how much he's either knows or has thought, thought about some of these answers. So you're my stake president now, help me understand yeah. uh, how, how, how you can explain these things. And if you have empathy sure. like for people that are, uh, that are going through these, then how, how, how do you explain them?
2: Yeah, yeah. How, how, how can you help them if you don't even know what these problems are? Right. Yeah
0: right okay all right all right that
2: makes more sense to me uh okay so it's it's john but but do you believe that the native americans had horses before columbus came do you believe that they had steel swords
1: you know what i'm not i'm not going to get a discussion with about theology with you
2: but but i'm asking that's not theology that's history I believe in the truthfulness of the Book of Mormon. Yeah, and see, this is where he keeps going back to semantics, because he doesn't, he doesn't use words carefully. He, right. Even though he said earlier, I try, to, I, I try to use my words carefully, he realizes that he doesn't have that skill. And so I, he feels totally intimidated by John, because he knows he's going to get tripped up in his words, because he's going to say theology when he really means history. And, oh, yeah, you're right, it is history, not theology. But here's the bottom line. I believe in the truthfulness of the Book of Mormon.
0: Yeah, but to him, the Book of Mormon is theology. And so he, I think he meant yeah. that. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to discuss my theology with, with you with just the truthiness of the Book of Mormon.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but John's uh,
0: making the distinction yeah. right now. But... That's not I'm not talking about the
4: truthfulness. I'm talking about the historicity. Yeah, this is, this is good.
2: <laughs> it, but the, and this is but this is why President King thinks all you're doing is parsing words and it's just semantics and you're missing the boat. You're missing the point. This, this is how they keep talking past each other. Right.
4: And I, oh, if, you I think, a, if you have a simplistic belief,
2: <laughs> but but John should know better. Like John I, better. This, this is a classic example of John having been a believer should be able to empathize with the state president in, at this point and understand but, the, but he's not
4: he's not he's not called upon in this in this circumstance to empathize with this guy i mean this guy is he's already thumped his chest and said i'm the state president yeah you know so but, no, why, but
1: but why he, but right now he's just needling him though at this point yeah. and he's and he yeah, keeps backing that. him yeah he keeps backing him to a corner backing him into a corner <laughs> and just kind of poking him you know, poking the bear and see what happens anyway.
4: To get a so, good
2: quote. To get good quotes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I got to tell you, when, when, I was, no. yeah. when I was a senior in high school, there was a, there was a group uh, of people in student council that uh, at, at like a, a retreat, they all got drunk. And word got out. This was a school function, uh, and word got out. And so we were called in for, like, a disciplinary hearing with the the leader of the student council and, you know, saying, we've heard these accusations. We want you to tell us what happened. And the guy who was the senior class president got up and was the most ballsy I have ever seen. I couldn't believe it. He, like, looked at her, and he said, you know what you're doing right now? You're assuming— that we did something, and you don't have any evidence, you're just assuming. And you know what happens when you assume? You make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, holy shit, what are you doing? What are you saying? Then afterwards, I'm like, we're, we're standing over by the locker, and he pulls out this tape recorder that he had hidden in his vest. He's like, all right, you guys got to listen back to this part where I totally told off the the teacher. You know, So like, he's got this knowledge. He knows that what he's saying is being recorded, and so he's going to make himself right. look as good as possible to the the audience that's going to be listening to this you know so i i think some of the needling that john's doing is he knows that this is on the record but the state president doesn't know it's on the record he suspects that it might be yeah, and he's asked he's, for yeah, it to not he's,
4: be he's literally said a bunch of times i'm really 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 trying to think of my words here because I, every time i say yeah. anything you know so so i think that he, I think he, he, sort he might of suspect does too. I mean, and, he, he, they both kind of know that it's on the record. But
2: uh, well, and he said earlier, I hope that this is in confidence. You know, like <laughs> right. suggesting that I know that you live your life in the spotlight, and I, I know that you've talked about meetings with your state president in the in the past. You've talked about right. these conversations. I'd hope that you don't do it now. But I don't think he he has that same no secure he knowledge that John does assurance of that John does. But he right. he
4: definitely is on his guard
2: but but you know, you know that there's got to at least be the the, the tend or the that John would be thinking I I want to be able to represent what my listeners would want me to say and would want to hear from a state president in this so that, that the, the the fact that he speaks to be heard by a listening audience is, that's going on here. There is yeah, that no, element I mean, of no, that's performance. That's a good point. Yeah. I think
0: you're right. Well, he he also does a really good job throughout this, but particularly in this part. Now that he starts getting a little chippy yeah. of using the Socratic method and asking the yeah. questions in order to get answers, and he yeah. does a really good job of it throughout, but particularly particularly in this section.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I
1: think we're we're at. Uh, Brian King I, says, I, I believe... I believe, in your, I believe in the truthfulness of the Book of Mormon. Right, but what about the historicity? If it if it says it in the Book of Mormon, I believe
2: it. So you believe there were horses before Columbus? I believe the Book of Mormon to be the Word of God. So there were horses before Columbus?
1: I believe the Book of Mormon <laughs> You don't want to, to answer be, my question. I just want to tell you that I believe the Book of Mormon is the Word of God.
2: I know that, and I'm not asking you to keep repeating that. But my problem is not with your feelings. My problem is trying to understand what to do with the historical anachronisms in the book. So it says steel swords. We know that the ancient Americans didn't have the ability to develop steel and that no steel sword has ever been found. So there's a credible reason for someone to have a pause about the Book of Mormon. We know that Spaniards brought horses over so Native Americans couldn't have used horses. That's a legitimate concern that people have, right? Brother DeLynn, we're just going in different directions. We're headed in different directions.
1: I believe there's one true church, and I believe the Book of Mormon to be the truth.
2: And I'm seeking if you understand that there are valid concerns. I
1: I feel like you're questioning about whether or not I'm intelligent enough. No, I know that you're intelligent
2: and not a dodo. I'm asking you whether you have empathy and understanding for people in my position. I do. Bullshit. Okay, I'm sorry. He didn't say that. I did. Based on the concerns I'm voicing.
1: It really isn't about your personal beliefs. It's about the method by which you portray those personal beliefs. And that's what I keep coming back to.
2: Right. It's that I speak openly about my doubts with the church. And you speak openly about your doubts
1: with the church, which creates a forum. And I'll talk a little bit about that forum because if I've watched that happen, I've I've watched people come... On who repetitively come on who comment on a regular basis, I've seen out of coincidence people that come onto your Facebook page and comment go to other um, church websites and make comments that would draw them that would draw them to your website. For all I know, and, and I know that you say you have no responsibility for that, but that's what happens. You've opened the playground for those individuals to play in, and that's where I that's where I'm coming from as the stake president because. <laughs> Is because of your openness to express these and actually bring these individuals together, uh, I, I believe many of those individuals pause. Uh, oh, shit, that's pause in brackets.
3: <laughs> Wipes brow. <laughs> Wipes
0: brow. <laughs>
1: I believe that many of those individuals turn to you before they turn to their church leaders.
0: That see that's good right there. What he just said is the problem is that the people that listen to you then go to safe spaces on the internet with members and start infecting the the members in you know positive church faith promoting uh, Facebook pages and groups right. and websites. Yeah. I
2: I have a, a question, and I don't know if you know other people have probably discussed this. Um, I, I I don't really know what discussions have gone on before this, but. It seems to me up to this point – now, we're about to read John's response, and he's bolded it in the, the, the transcript. But up to this point, it seems like what John has really been trying to get the state president to admit is that the reason he's being called in for discipline is because he speaks openly about doubt. That seems to be like the main theme, not problems with uh, same-sex marriage, or supporting you know equal rights for 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 women, or uh, you know LGBT, but the whole expression of doubts, and it seems it seems to me, and I, I, maybe this is a question: you, Am I wrong to think that he's he's really highlighted that as the issue in uh, you know recently in his media appearances, but that that's kind of a, a progressive narrative that. You know, almost like Joseph Smith's different versions of the first vision. You know that it kind of is now coming to the, oh, this is the reason that they're doing it. But back in August, that wasn't. It didn't seem like it was in his mind that that was one of the main reasons.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, he does cover that. There was that big section before.
2: They did. They he, talked about it before in
0: this. Yeah, earlier here he's talking about the doubts where he says it's not about expressing your doubts, but right. oh, but it's about expressing your doubts, and that's yeah, circular. circular. That whole.
4: No, no, my, my that's question. That's what Glenn's saying. He's saying yeah. is that is it not about gay his support for marriage equality, um, but I I actually think probably the reverse. I think that actual it actually the church leaders were more upset with him for doing all this gay stuff when you know gay activism and every, and in support of marriage equality back when in the past, but now they are heightenedly. You know, like trying, their darndest to not um, touch that issue, and so, in point of fact, they've actually called Brian King and told him to say to to leave off that.
2: Hmm. So, so we're like we're about to read, like I said, this section that John's bolded, and, I, and I, my my suspicion is that he's bolding it to try to make it stand out more visually. When- <laughs> is that
0: is that what you, is that why you bold things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I no man, that sounds. Probably-
2: Right, as as opposed to, because it doesn't, like, in the conversation up to this point, he hasn't touched on it. Like, he hasn't been trying to draw out, what is the main reason for you bringing this discipline action against me? What he's been trying to bring out is, I want you to admit that the reason you're doing this is because I publicly express my doubts. And in those those four points that were outlined earlier, there was a vague reference to supporting organizations that teach, you know, contrary to the church and yeah. you know, the ordained women and supporting gay marriage and and all of that is is embedded there but John hasn't tried to tease that out at all and and to bring that up up to this point. So, I'll be curious to see from this point on if he does hammer that theme as much as he has the other one, but it just it seems to me that that the message in recent weeks has been the reason that they're doing this is because I support gay rights and the church doesn't like that. Right. And I don't agree
4: with you at all. I mean, I think okay. that actually what's happened in recent weeks is the church doesn't like that. That's on the list of things that they excommunicated him for. In fact, they're desperate to say that it's not one of the reasons. Uh-huh. And so, and so in, in their aggressive attack, and saying, that's not the reason. We're never, we are so yeah. pro gay or whatever. Then then right, John right. has come back and said, no, it is. And so then he bolded this. Okay. But I think that, it, but it's their aggressive stance where they are trying to distance themselves from their aggressive attack on human rights and civil rights for gay and lesbian people that that's where this is coming from. Not, and so in, so in your saying this, you're frankly carrying water for them.
1: Well, I'm don't know. It
2: seem- I'm just asking a question,
1: John. And I'm,
3: I'm, no, not, I'm, totally not, I'm not
2: saying that I know one way or the other, that I've got a strong opinion one way or the other. That's just – that's that's what my reading of it has been up to this point. And so that's why I'm asking what, what I'm do you guys think. No. Okay. I, I, I'm gotcha. saying no. I'm
4: absolutely rejecting this premise.
2: And I respect that.
4: But, but
1: doesn't – I mean don't you think it is overstating that point a bit to say that John – in a lot of the, the headlines when he was called in for excommunication whatever, it's Mormon blogger faces excommunication for backing gay marriage. And right. I think that's overstating the importance of that aspect of it over things like doing things publicly.
0: Yeah, it, it can be a factor without it being the factor. And John wants, has wanted a to make factors. it factor, but it is certainly a, a factor. factor. It's a we, factor. factor. Right. Yeah. I agree with that.
1: So, so john uh, you 're saying that it 's a factor, but not the factor
4: right it 's a factor it 's not even the most important factor. The most important factor is that he 's got followers it 's not yeah, public right. or anything like that the guy 's actually said it a million times here he 's admitted right. it. The whole right. thing here is that people listen to you yeah <laughs> every single thing you 've done, John delin is exa- we don 't give a rat 's ass about this <laughs> except for the fact that everyone listens to you I and, mean and it, is, you know
2: <laughs> it 's it's, it's, it's an effective forum for people to uh, learn things about the church that take them away from faith. Right.
4: Right. Yeah. But, right. But I mean and John I mean up till this moment like you say when we're going to have this pivot now where he's going to get him on the record for other things. Yeah. You know, up until this moment he's been trying to nail them down on that because in fact that's not that's not a legitimate thing. That's that's not like a legal thing. In other words, if if he's trying to express like a you know like a some kind of rule of law, the fact that somebody's listening to John doesn't I mean how is it it's not, he's not doing he's Saying I don't do anything different from anything anybody else would do, and you wouldn't discipline me, except people listen,
2: mm-hmm. and so then they a- won't admit that,
0: right? right. Yeah. How is it apo- it. You're, you've accused me of apostasy? How is it apostasy to express and explore doubts? That's right. not that can't be a definition right. of apostasy,
1: right? And when he went through the because because the the initial bullet point in this letter is um, let me see if I can go back up to it. Man, this is—I didn't realize how far we've gone. Good job, yeah. everybody. Good. Uh, so the, the initial bullet point in this letter is uh, publicly renounce and apologize for the false concepts that you've widely expressed regarding God, Jesus Christ, the atonement, the restoration of the gospel, and the Book of Mormon. So the first bullet point is about his personal beliefs, but it's with the ca- but it's in the context of you've expressed these to uh-huh. people uh, to an audience that actually follows and listens to you but it is right. about so that
4: was the thing that John has been like you know whatever going through this entire time saying so is it a bad for me to express doubts no no everyone has doubts <laughs> in other words so they went through this whole thing so it's it's that I did it publicly no well publicly that doesn't matter it matters that you've made a playground for these individuals to play yeah, in right. and, and when right. is where i can make precedent because as your openness to express these actually brings these individuals to um believe Whatever you know. In other words, it's the it's right. the playground.
2: Right. Okay. Got it. Got it. All right. All right. You're creating a petri dish where these cultures can grow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. So here's here's John's part that's that's bolded. Is it a problem with a member if they believe that um, the people who that people of the same sex should be married? That that's the and, pro- <laughs> and and Matt, I want to hear you give your objection, like you would if you heard that in a court of law (laughs) (laughs) objection he's leading (laughs) Uh,
1: that's a personal decision of those individuals that's a personal thing for them to express
2: or feel so one can be in good standing in the church and support gay marriage
1: i think that's pretty clear i think the church leaders have said that how you feel about it is your own personal decision how you publicly express those feelings about those the council is to stay in harmony with the teachings of the church
2: so, if I speak openly about my support for same sex marriage, then that's a problem? Again,
1: it, it recruits a group. So, yes? <gasps> yes. Got
3: it? Boo. Okay. Captain Slamog. Captain
2: Okay. So, it's out of harmony with the church to be publicly, vocally supportive of same sex marriage.
1: Identifying yourself as a member of the church, you can do anything you want as a member of the church. As a result of that, uh, as I share with with you, one of the issues is that as you uh, those individuals and groups are part of teachings and doctrines that are not in harmony with the teachings of the church. So if you come out openly in support of that, that is a problem. Okay,
4: that's not
0: why we're here. So, Jenkins is always the word of the kind of the calming voice. He's the smart one there, too. No,
2: he's the one that gets angry. Oh, he does? Yeah, yeah.
4: No, he's usually incoherent. It's
0: crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Wow. You have to shut this one down. Right, right. He's, it, well, he's like very refocusing. He's like, that's not why we're here. And then John will say, well, why not? And then it'll kind of go up. Yeah,
2: because well, he's trying to get back on message. And he sees, you know, John, John really wanted to get this on the record.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. So the, the discussion is not... But I'm telling you right now that I am obviously in support of same-sex marriage.
1: That is not what
2: I mentioned in my letter. But you're telling me now that it's a problem because I forced you this, to.
1: This is what I'd like to focus on, is what is on the, in the letter.
2: But you just told me that's a problem. True.
3: True.
0: <laughs> Boom. Total cross examination. That's that's my yeah. that's my move right there. Yeah.
3: True.
0: Okay, so uh,
1: Matt, you and want he, to tap out? He
4: got him on record. He oh, got sir. him on record twice. You know, yeah. so the guy said yes, and yes, it's a problem yeah. and true. So the okay. only thing
2: that would have been better if he would have said, "You can't handle the truth."
4: Well, if you could get him to say the full quote, then you could you, then you could put it into a video.
2: Jack Nicholson. You can't handle the truth. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. A, a few Some good men. Movie.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah clear crystal is there another kind (laughs) um i'm happy i filled out a form on a piece of paper because a friend asked me if i'd perform a wedding ceremony if that's a problem i'm happy to resign from that that's not a problem i just did that as a favor and i didn't even end up performing the wedding so if that's a concern i'm happy to
0: well again and let me just speak openly too. Let me just speak openly to it. It concerns me how easily you could do that and not think that it would be something contrary to the priesthood that you hold or something that wouldn't discredit that priesthood by joining another church just simply for the fact that you can. You know, to me, that speaks to the symptom of the fact that you don't value the priesthood.
2: That's your interpretation. But I can see why you why didn't you mention my support of same-sex marriage? (laughs)
4: this is the direction I felt to go. Okay, okay. Okay, He he didn't admit there that it was a phone call, (laughs) that he's not allowed to mention it.
1: Yeah. So do you really think – do you have – does anyone have actual evidence that that's the case or or that that it was – or is it just a a strong supposition?
4: My part is a supposition. But Mm. actually this this thing though – where was it? We were just doing here the – you know, so actually, you know, the fact is, you know, like, w- where we thought this, again, was a segue where John just, like, out of the blue mentions this. Actually, again, we were reminded that he is reading from this piece of paper, and that fourth bullet point is that he perform, you know, that he got this ordination oh, right, 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 or whatever. Right, right. And, right. and so, actually, this isn't out of the blue. It's, right. Anyway, that's the...
2: the, right. but, the right. but there definitely was a turn in uh, his... Um, Aggression, you know, like he John took control uh, and and starts using that Socratic method and uh, was that yeah, what? Did he doing that He's done he it, he's done the, whole, he's he done it
4: the whole time with right. these bullet points, right? And right. so he's answering oh. the bullet points, You're and right. this is the one I got ordained as this minister or whatever. And so then he switched it to this same sex marriage talk based on the fact that he did that, right?
2: Okay, so. I'm going back up to the bullet points because I think the order that they were in. Boy, where are they? I now.
4: Point number. Four, you have become an ordained minister in another faith so yeah. and perform so, wedding ceremony,
2: right? So, so when he was talking about the like bringing out the 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 gay marriage issue, it was the stop promoting groups or organizations that expound. That's what he was probably reading, and then saying, "I want to get some clarification on what you mean by groups or organizations that expound doctrines contrary to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints." And right. so he he did that. He went through that point. Now he's moved on to that final point about. the the ordained minister. Yep. Yeah. That's a a good catch. Uh, Okay. So where, oh, after the bold stuff, that makes it easy.
4: Because I felt this is direction.
2: Okay. 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 So I'm happy and I've done this. I think, I mean, I think what I wrote in my letter to you and my Q&A that I sent you, I think that most accurately reflects my current feelings and thoughts. It's curious that none of that, that you didn't pull any of that from, you, you used stuff from years ago, sometimes 10 years ago.
0: Well, and my thought in relationship to that is those things are said. Those things exist. So as I Googled what I chose to exist or to look at, what I chose to exist or to look yeah. at, <laughs> that's what I came across.
2: Okay. Is there anything in what I wrote in that Q&A that could be grounds? Well,
0: there's, you talk about the Book of Mormon. You talk about the divinity of
2: my doubts
0: about the prophet Joseph Smith. You also talk about living prophets, whether or not there can be one true living prophet. Those are fundamental beliefs of the church. Those are basic missionary interview questions when people come to join the church.
2: Have you also heard that President Monson has dementia? Have you ever heard that?
0: I have. I've seen it on your website. But have you heard it from other sources? I have not heard that from any other source.
2: You've never heard that?
0: I haven't. I've seen it on your website and associated other websites.
2: Okay. I hope he comes to Infants on Thrones. Okay. Well, just in response to your request, I hope he's given us a five-star rating and written a short review on iTunes.
0: Uh, well, just in response— See, re- I'm disappointed. Well, we don't know because this is before. Yeah. It would be great to know if in their disciplinary council they pointed to that interview and said, on this interview with these it. Infants on Thrones.
2: I doubt it. I mean, look, they're grabbing, stuff from, they're grabbing stuff from 10 years ago, and it's already signed and sealed for them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Okay, well, in response to your requests, I'm happy to write out very clearly what my beliefs are and aren't. I think I've done that for the most part. If you want clarification, I think— I
0: think you've clarified it before. What I'm basically asking you and the things I'm asking you to do is stop producing this public forum that brings people— reinforces their doubts, leads them to question their testimony of the Book of Mormon.
2: So take down Mormon stories, basically? No. So I can leave it up?
0: As long as you stay. I didn't ask you to take it down.
2: What does it mean, providing a public forum?
0: Well, Facebook posts.
2: So don't author Facebook posts about the church or about doubts about... Or
0: even in Mormon Mormon stories, too. I'm not... It's your... I'm not... How how can I best make this? (laughs) You are free to speak your mind. But as consequence of speaking your mind, there are church responsibilities that I may have.
2: So I just want to know what you mean... That's all I'm asking. When you say cease providing a public forum, if I left Mormon stories up as it is.
0: You can change direction of Mormon stories in whatever direction you want to change. I would like to see Mormon stories be more faith-promoting.
2: Okay, so it's not take down the things I've done before. It's in the future. Looks over at David, whatever his name is. (laughs) And winks. Uh, Be constructive (laughs) and positive. (laughs) I think
4: that's a fair thing to say. To the degree you make those changes because of reflection on where your heart is in sincerity to your faith. Don't wake me.
2: (laughs) So I can leave everything in the past that I've done.
4: Did you listen to me? (laughs) (laughs) To the degree you make those changes because of reflection on where your heart is in sincerity to your faith.
2: Okay, this definitely needs to be put to music. <laughs> can 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 you pick one right now? Never
1: no, come
4: on. <laughs> With a degree, you make those changes <laughs> <laughs> of reflection on where. Your heart Heart is in sincerity sincerity to your faith, (laughs) All
3: right.
2: So I can leave everything in the past that I've done.
0: No, I think what (laughs) I'm asking you to do in the letter is the things you have done that have raised doubts and concerns. The statements you've made that have been critical about church leaders, about Elder Oaks, about other individuals. Those are the things you need to have responsibility for.
2: Code word, responsibility for. Okay, so if I've criticized Elder Oaks, remove that.
0: I would acknowledge the fact you criticized Elder Oaks and then remove that.
2: Other examples, because I've done so much that I just...
0: Well, I can't go through and go through all of those.
2: No, but this is important.
0: Well, well, you know what you... If
2: you're asking me to make restitution, I want to understand what you mean.
0: I'm sure you know where you stand. You could go back and just look at your numerous Mormon podcasts and know the ones you think are controversial or not.
2: So take down any controversial episodes.
0: Hmm. Yes. That would be the thing to do.
2: Is that what you mean?
0: Well, I don't want to appear in any form or print (laughs) saying that's exactly.
4: (laughs) (laughs) This is the part part of my song.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh.
4: Okay, you want to sing your song again? I don't want to appear
2: (laughs) in any form form or print. print.
4: In form or print. Saying that that's exactly what I said said (laughs) because I would like you to.
3: (laughs) Hang all the rest. Personal attachment. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Can you still read it though? Because I want. I think there's. Okay, this is interesting. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to appear in any form or print <laughs> saying that that's exactly what I said, because I would like you to move your personal testimony in line with us being able to resolve your questioning God, your questioning your testimony of the Savior, Jesus Christ. I would like you to move in a direction that you felt that the Book of Mormon was the Word of God. If you can't let go of those things, then that's your personal decision.
3: Okay,
2: so, so I guess we would have to deal with the past stuff on a case-by-case basis, because there's so much... I could do my best faith effort of taking stuff down, but there could be more. I mean, okay, let me just tell you a problem. I'm being honest. I'm being very sincere here. People have left the church over Richard Bushman's rough stone rolling, okay? It was sold, and it continues to be sold by Deseret Book. More people may have left the church over rough stone rolling than Mormon stories, okay? So a book written by a patriarch and former stake president is causing people to leave. If the church owns essays... Church's
4: I, own essays.
2: Oh, if the church's own essays, I know dozens and dozens and dozens of people who, when they read the church's recent published essays, those were the things that sort of, that they would say, I was doing fine, then I read this essay about race and the priesthood, and it basically said that past leaders misspoke out on those issues, and that caused them a problem, right? My point is that by... That standard, anything, could cause someone to doubt their faith, even a book written by someone who believes in Joseph Smith and who supports him. Do you understand the concern I have?
0: I think as you, change of heart, if that's your your decision, or change of desire to answer these doubts in your heart, I think the natural fruit of that is that the context of the things you write and publish would change accordingly and not go back to these fundamental things you keep going back to that you shared recently in the most recent letter you shared with me.
2: Okay, so it's talking about the church's truth claims that's the problem.
0: It is. It's talking about them and at the same time understanding that there are responsibilities of being a dis- disciple of the church or being a member of the church.
3: Okay, okay.
0: And the church, again, is a voluntary membership with certain responsibilities and with with church handbook of instructions, with expectation, and it's a voluntary organization.
2: What do you mean by stop promoting groups or organizations that espouse doctrines? What groups or organizations are you... I think that's
0: inherent. You know those. Those that would be supporting of ordained women.
2: Okay. I don't know that until you tell me. That's insulting for you to assume that I know what you mean. (laughs) I don't know what you mean. I asked you because I did not understand it.
0: I've explained that to you now.
2: Good. Good. So that's ordained women. Is it anything else?
0: That's the one I can think of that would be most prominent.
2: Because it says groups or organizations, plural. (laughs) But you mean ordained women there.
0: That's the one I think would come to my mind. So
2: stop. Like expressing support of ordained women. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh Looking at the fourth condition for continued membership in the August seventh, 2014 letter. Okay, and I'm happy to resign from the Universal Life website. Page is flipping uh, to his wife. Do you have any feelings or reactions you want to share or thoughts?
0: I don't want this to be an adversarial relationship. I don't either. I don't. In fact, that's interesting. That's probably one of the things I've prayed most about, and I've tried not to be that way.
2: Well, I'm sorry when... I'm sorry when I've gotten heated.
0: I'm human, you're human.
2: Absolutely. So
0: when the penis of one individual bumps <laughs> into the penis of another
2: <laughs> Right. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I forgot what the quote is. What is that?
0: What? The yeah
2: Yeah, I know, I know. But what do I say? What, what does Packer say after that? It's perfectly natural for the penis to run into the penis of another. Do not yield. That's what he says. Yeah. Do not yield when one penis bumps into another. Don't yield. That's the definition of a sword fight. And that's the mischief with that's boys. The rules
1: of penis chicken. It is.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So philosophically, here's: Do I feel like I love the church? I do. Do I feel like I want a disciplinary council? I don't. Would we be here if in February, prophecy, Bishop wow, King hadn't of, or Bishop Hunt hadn't have called me a wolf in sheep's clothing? Oh, he was talking about the previous February. Somebody oh, okay. called him a wolf in sheep's yeah. clothing. We were active. Our kids were serving in the presidencies. We were working very hard to be committed members. I'm not going to lie. I do feel like the church's stance on people of same-sex attraction leads to suicides. And I don't feel like the church's culture is as supportive as it needs to be. And when I've criticized Elder Oaks, it's it's been because I felt like he gave talks that could lead to more suicides. So just so you understand there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's just an... I hope you can understand that the church can release an essay saying that Bruce R. McConkie was wrong about his beliefs on blacks, or Joseph Smith Fielding Smith, which they did, and would, would you argue that Bruce R. McConkie and Joseph Fielding Smith were wrong in their doctrinal statements about blacks being less valiant?
0: Well, the, church, the church's doctrine has changed since theirs.
2: So, they were wrong. Doctrine doesn't change, right? What they said is that those people spoke <clears throat> in error. That's what the church has said. You don't want to say that they made a mistake.
0: No, I don't. I'll support the church doctrine or the churches. It says
2: they spoke in error.
0: Well, then I would follow the same guidelines that the church.
2: Yeah, which he clearly hasn't read and doesn't know what he's talking about. And I just want you to know, as my priesthood leader, that I honestly do believe that in 30 or 40 years, we're going to have the same type of thing happen, where past statements about gays and lesbians are going to be reversed. So it's a matter of conscience that I... That I and it's based on my clinical time spent with these people; those are and wor- or those are where my sympathies came from,
4: and that may also not happen. And and by the way, Brian Ging is totally right; that's
2: not going to happen. John's <laughs> wrong. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I have a hard time seeing it too. Right, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I I I don't believe that John's being insincere; that he believes. No, that No, no, I think happen. he believes yeah.
4: that. There's a lot of people who believe that. Yeah. that people believe that be, that the that the 1978 thing or whatever actually is a trajectory but it is not that is that is the end of 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 just where the mormon church caves you know on you know under certain political pressures there's not going to be that political pressure there isn't that political pressure for women ordination and never will be and there's not going to be that political pressure for gay and lesbian because people don't care about churches anymore so Mm. Churches churches have vast exemptions to do that kind of thing now,
2: but but don't don't you think there could be like uh, tax exempt status removed if they don't nope. no? no no okay no nope. all right well you're Canadian I'm just kidding <laughs> I agree with you I really no do I don't
4: agree think I that. don't think that that, that that's going to matter at all I mean there's going to be ta- you know people keep saying that tax exempt thing that people have the the tax exempt uh ex- the tax exemption is like. Nope, there's not even any question of that. I mean, they, they have they have six senators or something like that. There's, mm-hmm. That's not even even close to reality. Right. And so you're not whether you, you can discriminate against any number of people for and still be tax exempt. That's not the, that's
2: not a question. Yeah. So I, I I think we need to to read this Brian King line again and recognize that John's response is going to be a direct reference to infants on thrones. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: There are things that I've read that include about tithing. Oh, no, no. And and that might also
2: not happen. Branking says.
0: Yeah. And that also may not happen.
2: Right. So it's just me listening. (laughs) See? Big fan. (laughs)
1: We did
0: it. We did it. We made it in.
2: (laughs) I'm just listening now.
0: And that is your own personal feelings.
2: Just like you're basing everything you're doing here on your personal feelings. I mean... That's all any of us have. So I'm just letting you know that when I've criticized the brethren, it's usually been over that issue
0: there are things that I've read that include about tithing and city Creek and other things like that.
2: I definitely have wondered whether Christ would build a commercial shopping mall.
0: (laughs)
4: That's true. That was his fault. That was his fault though. He's the one who said he brought, Brian King brought city Creek up there. Yeah. The mall thing. I mean, it's not like John segued in, Hey, by the way, why'd you build that damn mall? You know, I mean, he didn't anyway.
2: You know, one (laughs) one of my favorite counter arguments to this, complaint was from your wife, Jake, from Erica, when she right. said, yeah, you know, but this seems exactly like the sort of thing that Joseph Smith would do. Like building right. a mall. Oh, yeah.
3: I mean, he's, yeah, he, he started no
2: division between secular it. and sacred, and when it came to things like that, using the church's right. money, I thought, yeah, that's a good point.
0: Yeah. Right. What John misunderstands is is they needed to build City Creek in order to clothe the naked and feed the, the hungry. Mm-hmm. See, they, they actually get to do more good but it's just you know it's an investment in the future in the pool.
4: <laughs> yeah, but it was made that investment happened to have been made before the real estate crash, you know. So you they ended up spending more money than the Burj Dubai. In other words, they spent more money on this thing than you built the, than they built the tallest building in the world with, you know. Whereas they if they had waited, if they had had, a, made, for example, a prophetic inkling that the real estate market was going to collapse, they could have bought it all on the cheap very yeah. soon afterwards.
2: I I, I think I want to create a soundbite that is the mormon tabernacle choir going anyway okay um and i don't think i'm the only one who's wondered that and that's based on my readings from the book of mormon and bible i just don't know that's how i i, I think he would feed the wicked and clothe You'll feed the hungry, clothe the naked. My reading of Christ is that he was against materialism and conspicuous consumption of wealth. That's based on my reading of the scriptures. I guess reasonable people can disagree. I don't know. So <laughs> as someone who works in the mental health field, what I've experienced is that our biggest problem as a church is that we're uncomfortable talking about difficult things sometimes. And I personally believe, I personally believe that the church has been more willing to talk about these difficult things because people have been willing to raise the issues, Locally and publicly. And I think that's what. The positive. I think. I think that's. That's what the positive results. Okay. I think that's positive thing. I think that's. I think that when we suppress. It feels like. What you're saying is you. You can have doubts and fears and questions, but don't be public about that. And I just want to say that from my experience as a mental health professional, that when people hide or suppress or keep quiet their doubts and fears, it often leads to really unhealthy results. And so the whole premise behind Mormon Stories has been to try and discuss the positive and negative aspects of the church, and I think I've done both. So I'm absolutely willing to receive your counsel about tone.
0: Whoa. Well, mm. this is the interesting thing about that. I've been thinking about this and I've and trying to come up with something I think that best reflects what I think. I think without me telling, I've given you parameters or ideas or thoughts or constraints or suggestions, however you choose to use those. I think it's a personal decision for you as to how you change your tone without me saying to you it's appropriate for you to do this or you to do that to do that. I think that's a personal, personal decision that you make, and that's something that I may be able to hear your thoughts, but I cannot take you by the hand and say to you, this person is appropriate to interview, this person isn't. You need to have, hopefully in your heart, a filter that will allow you to determine what is right. So in that case, I can't tell you who's appropriate and who's not appropriate.
2: Did I ask you to tell me?
0: No, but I just said it as a matter of I
2: appreciate it, so I appreciate that, and all I'm saying is I'm just trying to figure out, you know if as beautiful as a man as President Jensen was, he was not able to help with kind of most of the underlying concerns he could do what you did basically, which is to say, this is what I feel, and the problem with that is, the Pope feels what the Pope feels, and Baptists feel what they feel and Muslims feel what they feel And feelings sometimes can make the group where Bruce R. McConkie said the things about blacks in the pre-existence. He felt like that was right for him. And so everybody is trying to base their religious positions on feelings. But I think evidence is important, too. I don't think that evidence should be the only thing that's important, but I think that feelings also should not be the only thing considered important.
0: Well, you don't go around living your life based on evidence, dude. (laughs) Sorry, that was a Tim Minchin setup. Uh, But I don't think at the end of the day that evidence will be the thing that will bring you salvation. Yeah. And at the same point, we'll all make a leap of faith. You're a mental health professional. I'm a health professional. There are lots (laughs) of things that I know. Exactly if I do this, this will work. Yet I've seen many miracles in what I've done that I can't explain. And I can't explain all the things, and I look to the way – I look at the way things were taught, and this is in support of what you just said. I know in medical school 30 years ago, we're getting more knowledge, but many people made a leap of faith before they gained that knowledge.
2: So he's probably 50s.
0: So Uh, – In his
1: 50s. Oh, right, right. So I guess I'm still not sure why he's so reticent to give John – Specific instructions like if if you look at all four bullet points, all of them are about his external behavior. They're about stop supporting these groups, denounce these uh, these uh, corrupt doctrines or whatever that you're teaching. Um, You know, don't don't participate in this public forum like they're they're all about his external behavior. But the way that he's avoiding that, or the way that that President King's avoiding that, is by saying, "Oh, this needs to be a personal decision, and this is this has to do with you." But you know, the the grounds of this hearing are on the external behaviors, aren't they?
2: Yeah, and, and but I, I I think the most cynical answer to that is that he wants to be able to have uh, wiggle room to to subjectively say later on, like he doesn't want John to go, okay, you told me to do steps one through 10 and I did them all, you know, because then he can't excommunicate him. I think he wants to excommunicate him. I think he he wants to get rid of him and he's setting it up in a way that he can later on go, well, it wasn't really in the spirit of of what you did. That's the most cynical. I don't, I don't know if I could completely 100% on that. I think that's the most cynical response, but I, I I think also free agency is this thing where he's like, you know, I'm not going to be like. Lucifer, and tell you exactly what you have to do to return, you know, and control and dominate you, you have to look for that, the guidance of the Holy Ghost.
3: When it's hard to tell what's wrong and what's right When it's hard to know what to do When the way looks dark and you're stumbling around
2: Have that filter inside of you and just make good decisions that are the right decisions and follow your heart, you know. And, and he probably sincerely believes that if you do that, then you're going to go in the same direction, you know, the Liajona thing. But I, th- th- that's probably the least cynical answer. I don't know. Okay.
1: You know, I mean, it just John seems kind of
3: backwards. to
4: directly addressed that, though. You know, I mean, in other words, he just even said that, you know, if you're you have the feelings, Muslims have that feeling or whatever, you know? I mean,. Bruce R. McCockney had a feeling.
0: Yeah.
2: And, I got a feeling. And sometimes those work and sometimes...
0: Yeah, and that's the difference I guess we have too. That I'm not as important about the, quote, I have to know exactly about the swords in the Book of Mormon as I am about the feelings I get when I read the story that touched my heart and helped me personally in my life. That I feel bring me closer to God. Those are feelings. I acknowledge those. But they also, in some respects, go past feelings. Because they change in an action, and they form an individual, and that is the sole essence of my core and my beliefs. And I think as a result of that, it does me good.
2: I'm sure it does, and I appreciate that. At the same time, if all religious leaders said the world was flat, and the day they showed the world was round, even if they had really sincere feelings, and even if those really sincere feelings moved them to be kinder husbands and fathers, I would still want to go with the evidence appearing, that that's, uh, appearing around that's actually true.
0: I think you've said that before, too.
2: So (laughs) I'm just giving you my reaction, which is that I can tell you one thing for sure. I won't be silent about my support of same sex marriage like that. I that's going to be a no, probably just because that's what my conscience and whatever inspiration I'm able to receive tells me is the right thing. Is that a problem?
0: You know, I can't answer that right now. I don't know the answer to that because at the end of the day, the church has a specific stance on that or opinions. Well, not opinions, but a belief. There are websites for that the church has put out, some that I was not aware of, honestly, until a member of our stake expressed that to me.
2: The Mormons and Gays website, you didn't know about that?
0: I didn't. (laughs) You know, there are lots of things I don't know about.
2: Okay, that's okay. I understand. I'm glad you've learned about it. Yeah. So do you know that? I just want to make sure you understand. The Ordain Women website, its position is that it's simply asking the brethren to pray to see if God will reveal to them that women should have the priesthood. You understand that, right?
0: Well, I'm not sure. I haven't read the website.
2: I'm just saying it doesn't—so is it wrong to ask the brethren to pray? I'm not trying to play games here. That's exactly what they stand for. Is that wrong to have the position to ask the brethren to pray?
0: I think it's wrong to protest or not protest, but make public to hold rallies to when you're asked not to assemble and go to the tabernacle. I think when you're asked by your priesthood leaders not to do that, that's the wrong part about that. I think the letters come to the brethren and say, will you please pray about this? I think that's perfectly okay. When you organize and march and seek media attention, I think that's a different situation.
2: Okay, so as far as me and ordained women... Is that you don't want me marching or supporting those acts that are in violation?
0: No, these are these are free to go on your website and say, I support these things, and I'm in support of those.
2: Like the march or future actions, so don't support future actions. Yes. That would contradict what the bro- – it hasn't been the brethren. It's been the PR department. So, but you <laughs> –
0: Well, it's also very easy to do. They don't act without input from the brethren.
2: I agree. I agree with that.
0: They don't represent the church. They represent the church's interesting experience now with dealing with Internet (laughs) and with all the other things that are associated with our experience at this time in life. Again, I go back to the feeling, you know. I feel most impressed to share with you that I think that your tone, and you've used that word before, or your spirit should direct where you should go.
2: Yeah, well, I'm not entirely. (coughs) We've been envisioning a change in direction for a long time because the truth claim stuff is tired and worn. Did you see the brethren recently released an essay about the book of Abraham? (laughs) I did. (laughs) Did you read it? I did. So that's the type of thing we've been troubled by.
0: Right, but there are many members that are not troubled by that.
2: Yeah, because they don't know probably
0: they may still know about I guess the difference I have is that there are faithful intelligent people that know about that book that read that essay and still have testimonies of the gospel I think that is my surgery I'm sorry
2: I, why does he put in the coughs? I don't understand the transcriptional discussion. <laughs> that's disgu- that's what transcribed
0: right. he, he had a professional transcribed.
2: Yeah, I I was trained in transcription when I did my folklore stuff and recorded interviews and had to do it. I was always like, why do we put in coughs or shifts in chair? It's not screen direction.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: no, please don't ever apologize for drinking water. Please
4: drink <laughs> water you need. Well, oh,
0: what a saint!
1: I'm sorry. Oh, look at this common ground we're finding here, guys. I
0: just—we can all come together. I just don't swallow well. Oh no!
2: Well, that's the difference between love and okay, lust. Okay, no. Yeah.
0: But.
3: So
2: I understand that there are faithful members that still know about the Book of Abraham. Yes. My only point to you is just. I can't believe the whole thing about the water. That's funny. My only point to you is just to say that I was always taught that it was a translation, that Joseph got the papyri and made a translation of it. I was taught that since I was three. So when the church comes out and says it's not a translation probably, and actually the papyrus, Abraham, the word Abraham isn't even anywhere on the papyrus, and the church acknowledges that, which they just did for the first time ever, that's that's not some silly, faithless concern. I've been taught a set of things all my life, and now they're changing. They are. And what I feel like is that deserves empathy and respect. And if I have doubts and questions and I'm even vocal about it, it's because that's a real problem, right? And those things are legitimate.
0: For you, they are. <laughs>
2: For most people ass. who care about the truth and have truth-seeking brains, those things are legitimate.
0: I think that characterizes people in two different groups, too. I think you represent a group that wants to know, but you have to also understand that there are a group of people that believe.
2: I know, I know. <laughs> they
0: There's, just believe. Yeah.
4: There's a gap. <laughs> There's a gap. I know is still there. <laughs> There's a lot of papyrus that is still missing. <laughs> the Book of Mormon times. There's a lot of history with those
2: people. <laughs> I love every time you've got a line <laughs> of It's like no, it's, it's there. It's like this Jenkins guy. It's missing. He's on it's an missing. oxygen tank and he's breathing in <laughs> the whole time in the background, and he's, he's got to make a point. It removes his mouth from the oxygen
3: tank. <laughs> Oh,
2: man. in so, the sense of facsimiles that joseph smith put in that the church put with the book of abraham that's the same facsimiles they have nothing to do with abraham
4: i really like my
2: role
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay there's a lot of you can read all kinds of things on that, and we're not here to discuss that tonight. There's always going to be a gap. There's a gap. There's always going to be a gap.
2: <laughs> There's nothing about those facsimiles that are in the book of Abraham that has anything to do with Abraham.
4: You know, that's not oh, an uncommon <laughs> That's just not uncommon in Egyptian writing. There's a lot of things you can go with. Wait,
1: so try. it's not uncommon for them to not be about Abraham?
4: That's <laughs> just Egyptian writing. Almost no Egyptian papyrus about Abraham. Almost none of them. They all have gaps. (laughs) There's a lot of things. They don't really say what's on
0: the – like it's
2: very common for them to write things things that
4: aren't there. It's about people with with pig heads
0: and and, and whatever. That has nothing to do with anything. Egyptian people would take a text (laughs) and they'd just make up words that weren't even on that text. That's very common in Egyptian times.
4: (laughs) It's it's not uncommon. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of things you can go with and you can study and you can learn on that. And that's not tonight's discussion for if we were going to set aside time to talk about ancient Egypt, that's up to you then. There's evidence we have. There's lots of things we do not have. We make that gap with faith. That's true. The feelings with prayer and things become revealed through time, through archaeology, through revelation, whatever it might be. There's going to be that gap. I think that it's intentional that the Lord doesn't tell us every single thing because part of this life is about exercising faith and making choices and deciding which path we, went we want to go down. And there's a lot of things. We don't know the answer here and now. And it's like sometimes when you look into the stars— and first they appear, one after another, and then suddenly a whole galaxy before you can see. I <laughs>
3: anyway,
4: got it. Line upon, line upon, line upon, line upon, up 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 and then the faith answer will yet come and we settle that because there's lots of things we don't know. When we look at what the world discovers here in advancement, those are things we don't know twenty, fifty years ago. They don't give me heartache. These things we learn, we go with, faith as an important principle in some of these things and how we address those things and express our doubts. We can express our doubts with an effort to find answers and exercise faith. And we can express doubt with a desire to tear down or expand doubt.
2: Or we can express doubt because you really have legitimate concerns (laughs) that the scientific evidence, like archaeology, overwhelmingly supports.
4: Or is lacking? There's a lot of doubts. I'm sorry. There's a lot of different ways to look at the half full, half empty. For sure, it's a way in which it's portrayed to the public. Does it increase doubt, or does it say faith is required? I think that the whole concept of religion is based on a of faith and things that are not seen.
2: But is there a requirement of faith in things that are... (laughs) Let me say that again, because it's a good line. (laughs) But is there a requirement of faith in things that are demonstrably false?
0: this church, there is. Yeah. Well, that's an opinion. (laughs) I just said demonstrably false. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not sure that I can explain the whole flood. (laughs) Those are... The party into the red seas, but you know, I don't struggle with that, and that doesn't make me any more naive about that. Oh, really? <laughs> it actually does. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't struggle with that. I look at the positive things, and that I believe, and that I can, and that I can explain, and that's just different. That's a different approach, and that's the nature of some individuals, and that might be the nature of your personality. While my nature
4: of my personality may be different, except for we just already said that we don't. Count the positive things. Yeah. So all the positive things don't matter. So it's negative ones that actually count.
2: Well, Ali Isom, the church's PR director, was interviewed on the radio. She said that it's okay to discuss openly your doubts. She said that people do it all the time in sacrament meetings and in Sunday schools. They debate about ordained women. They debate about same-sex marriage. She says that the church welcomes that type of discussion.
0: I think that there's another paragraph, though, where she says, and I'm not sure I can quote it verbatim, but it's when individuals organize into groups or try to form individuals to change church doctrine, and that's... Where the church takes exception with that. So that was the second part of what she said.
2: I'm not trying to change church doctrine, just for the record. I just want them to ordain women. Okay. I don't know why you would think I would.
0: Well... You'd change the church's position on...
2: I guess I would, but I guess I'm not trying to get the church to change its position on same-sex marriage. Really? But I support same-sex marriage... But that's probably semantics. Okay.
4: Oh, man. Now he he just played into the whole semantics trap. Brian King has won.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) right.
0: This is difficult for both of us. I think that you acknowledge that, and I acknowledge that. Again, I go back to the fact that people have shared with me what good individuals that you are, and this is not a personal attack on you in any respect. It's more discussion of what you say and what you believe. Well... Well I know it's hard to separate that because
2: And I appreciate that. I'll just I'll just summarize.
0: Jake, you're gonna tap in on King next, yeah? Alright. Sounds good.
2: I do think that the truth matters and I do think that the church does a ton of good. And I would love to see the church succeed, but I feel like I feel like these doubts and concerns that people have, there's you know you kinda said that the glass is half full or half empty, right? If we're talking about – if it were 400 years ago or we're talking about the world being flat or the world being round, you know, maybe you could have said that then. But you can't really say that now. The
4: okay, issue okay, – hey, hey, I want to point this out. Nobody 400 years ago thought the world was flat. That's crap. So that's my aside here.
1: Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs>
4: – that did nobody... anyone ever
1: think that the world was flat?
4: Yeah, yeah, they did. But but that was like in the 6th century BC and earlier. Everybody everybody hey. since
2: – John, that's your opinion. No, I know no, that. That's I your, know that. We're just talking circles. <laughs> anyway. The issue This is a circular argument. You know, that Galileo was executed for opposing the church on his belief that was contrary to the church, right?
4: No, he was not. That's let's no. That did not happen.
2: <laughs> Whose side are you on, John?
3: <laughs> Whose side I, are you
2: on?
4: Okay, okay. Maybe back then up. the
2: glass was half full or half empty, but evidence has pretty much shown that the world is round. You know? Yeah. That's just true. And there are things that are just true, John. It's just true that Joseph Smith had over 30 wives. That's just true. And that some of them were married to other men. That's a fact, you know? And those Book of Abraham problems, that's not. It's just, it's a fact. And so maybe the reason I've become more angry and more frustrated is because I've been feeling like I've been trying to get better answers, and better answers haven't come. Instead of being shown empathy for the legitimate problems, I started to feel like harassment. But I don't think that these problems are going to go away. And you know what? I think if you excommunicate me, I think you're going to draw more attention to the problems. But I'm not telling you that to persuade you. I'm just telling you that, as I see, as someone who loves truth and who loves the church, but also loves people for whom the only way to deal with this is to take it on, not to hide it, not to suppress it, not to avoid talking about it from what I've seen over the past 10 years as the internet has grown is that the church has started being more open. As a result of these efforts and people's legitimate concerns are now starting to be addressed. And so I think that's, I think that's healthy. I don't think that's bad. I don't think that's wicked. Now, sometimes I've been angry and upset and that's not Christ-like. So I'm willing to look really hard at my tone, my attitude, my inspirations. I don't want to be anything other than Christ-like. And I know that I fall short of that all the time. What would be hard for me would be to say that I can't talk openly or allow people to talk openly about their perspectives, their stories, even if sometimes it's anger or frustration or sadness. Because I think that along with letting people talk about happiness and joy and belief, like, I think it's that open conversation
1: that helps us get closer to the truth. So, it's an interesting. Phenomenon. I'll, <clears throat> I'll share with you just some personal thoughts, too. It's interesting with the freedom of expression as simple as emails, just how quickly people can say things, maybe in an email they wouldn't say in public, or how quickly someone may post something on a site that may not be something they would say had they been sitting with the, in the room, <clears throat> in this room, talking face-to-face. So I worry sometimes about the freedom in which people can just speak openly, and I'm not trying to censure them in any respect, but then um, I think sometimes they're insensitive – to other people as they speak, I think sometimes that <clears throat> that they may in ten or fifteen years look more carefully at what they would say, and I think that as part of that experience, I think we're involved, we're evolving, and we're growing in that sense. Uh, I, I, I think that uh, I really do, and as I watch things and as people post on your Facebook, there are people that are quick to be critical of the church, and I. You know, I wonder if if they would be as critical if they were sitting down and were talking as human beings to one another. I don't know. I, I worry that about in a society where people can be openly critical and not have any personal connection or, or personal responsibility. And I think that's in essence what we we deal with when we talk about internet posts and things like that. I well. <clears throat> Well, they may not reflect what what you say, what other people get on and and say may not be something that you feel. And yet this opens an opportunity to continue. And I think that's a concern for me. And, you know, I I think we we miss personal connections somehow when we say things on the Internet. We say things in email that we never never would say or things that are misconstrued in email or or, or Facebook posts than if we were looking at each other as we're sitting here today. So I think there's a danger that sometimes – on the open Internet. I think there are positive things on the Internet, but that's one of the things I've seen happen.
2: I completely agree. I think Margie gets mad at me every other day for things I say or post on the Internet. True? (laughs) That means you have a great relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what are the next steps? It's kind of like you guys just monitor me and then make it Well, I... If you see me violate these things, then... I
1: I think you just need to go home and you just really need to sincerely search your heart and think and feel and discuss if this is a direction that you think you can do. If membership in this church is important to you, then I think you will feel the direction you need to go. And I, I think you'll know. I really honestly think you'll know. I don't think it's a matter of, oh, well, should I do this? Should I do that? I honestly think that you will know.
2: And if I... If I clarify the angry things that I said in the past and then I'm silent for the rest of my life, then we're good.
1: I think that's a form of repentance. So
2: stumbles before he continues.
1: <laughs> you know, we've done things in our personal life that we're in need of restitution. It's something we're taught ever since we're in sunbeams.
2: I'm just saying, if I if I clarify and then I just go silent, we're good? You wouldn't but you wouldn't call a council? Well, as long as we talk about the
1: direction of where Mormon stories goes, and other things like the wait, that's not in the script.
2: Who just right. coughed? I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> his, his oxygen tank is running low.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, this is my not my other song.
2: Oh, oh, is
4: it? No, I didn't sing it yet. But yeah, so, but as long as we talk about the direction. <laughs> of where mormon stories goes you know i don't know <laughs> anyway
2: go ahead what team what, what was that
4: i was going to do the um the be prepared from the lion king because it's kind of like this fascist song oh
2: okay. right okay you know? i'm not that familiar with the lion king yeah okay i know Akuna matata
4: it doesn't sound as good as that yeah okay
1: Sounds that catchy that's why you don't remember it um well, as long as we talk about the direction of where Mormon stories goes and other things like that, yeah, I think that's reasonable. But I do think you need to understand – and this is not made to – even though it will seem disciplinary, that that part of the repentance process and part of being good is understanding that you have to go – to this level to make it to this level, or you need to be on some form of informal discipline or probation to go and say, I recognize that these are things I've done and I won't do those again, because otherwise it has no validity. It's just like a little kid who got his, who got caught with a candy jar and quickly says, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't do it again. I mean, there has to be some heartfelt, you understand that.
2: So I, I think, you know, we talked about that earlier and that, that was the more or, or the less cynical reason that I gave for his motivation. I think that's what he just said, right? Hello. Uh, could you
1: restate it? I don't remember. I'm trying to remember what you said, but I, I could you.
2: Well, I said the most cynical reason is that he wants to give John wiggle room so that he can excommunicate him on things. You know, instead of giving him a list of like one to ten, you know, and being really specific, he leaves it open. Mm-hmm. So that, but, but I said the the least cynical is to say that. You just need to be in touch with the Holy Ghost and have the Holy Ghost tell you what the right thing is to do and exercise your free agency, and that'll lead you on the right path. I think that's what he just said
3: there.
1: Yeah, but he's also saying the reason that we're enacting a formal sense of discipline is so that there's—I mean, the the reason that we're doing something formal, even though we haven't listed out exactly what you need to do, is so that there is—so
2: that you you can— so that you're the one that's it's, making the change You're not changes. the
1: kid in the candy jar that just says, I won't, right? We need to slap your hand right. so, so that you know.
2: So we're not being like the devil and taking away your free agency and forcing you to do something that doesn't really enact an actual change inside of you. It's mm-hmm. you that are doing this, and this is the plan of salvation that we learn and grow and develop our own internal co- – you know, I mean, I think that's the totally. – anyway, right. it bores All me, right, so yeah, I'm going to stop saying it.
4: Yeah. But the sick part of this – the plan, as you know, spelled out here by Mormon authorities, is the plan is obedience, 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 obedience. I'm not telling you what to do, but you have to obey me yeah. entirely. Right. You know, yeah. which is it's just sick. You know, so you know, so John has said, well, well, you know, Richard Bushman, you know, writes books that have you know ripped all these people away from the faith, and the guy's like, well, Richard Bushman is totally you know an obedient collaborator, you know, and you are clearly. You know, you you clearly have a different attitude than that, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, he's right in that way.
2: Yeah. 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 Okay, I do. There's just a small thing that came to my mind. When I incorporated the Open Stories Foundation as a nonprofit, part of the agreement that the lawyers told me, all of us who made, uh, who Okay. Part of the agreement that the lawyers told me all of us made who produce podcasts through Open Stories is that we don't own the intellectual property anymore. So Open Stories is governed by a board of directors, not just me. So it's not something that I can unilaterally just make decisions about. I could even be voted off. (laughs) Okay, never mind. So I'm just letting you know that there may be things that I can do, but there may be things that I can't do that doesn't speak. I, th- I think that's fair. In terms of, like, taking things down or whatever, those things could be taken from me, and those decisions could be taken from me.
0: Right.
1: Another phenomenon that goes along with what I said and what I thought was interesting, President Jenkins mentions the other day about this number. If you put our two names together and look at the number of Google hits we have, it's pretty astounding.
4: It's it's over 100,000.
2: <laughs> King and Lynn? Lynn?
1: But you and I both acknowledge and we saw this whole getting to the position we are about the confusion about disciplinary councils, not disciplinary councils. And that our first meeting was going to be disciplinary council. And it was just interesting how that just exists in the world of Internet is incorrect information. We can't take that down. I acknowledge that because some people there are people that quoted someone else who quoted someone else who quoted someone else.
4: mumble trailing. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Mumble trailing. I'm not the actor (laughs) on the stage here, (laughs) but I've had a front row seat. That's profound. And I'll just share what I've observed in that front row seat, I guess. I've seen president king approached this as he said earlier he's been prayerful about this i've heard him pray on your behalf and seek that understanding he wants to make the right decisions dependent on the lord for that there's not direction from the church there's not your specific situation in the handbook it requires inspiration in regards to those things he's taken those things very seriously as he said and i've had people you know there's an association here who talk to us and they know you, and they think wonderfully of you, and maybe the doctrines don't match them for you with I'm sorry, don't match for them with you, but they speak very highly of you and your family, and I think that's wonderful. And my interaction with you as last time, sitting and listening and liking Google on the Internet. And then there's John DeLynn in this good conversation we've had. And there's the John DeLynn that the world sees on the internet. And I think as you read through the letter again and ponder that and follow that counsel that President King has given you, you'll look at who that public John DeLynn is and consider where that rests with the membership in the church as far as it's perceived by the world. The world. you'll, You'll seen... Maybe you've Googled yourself. I've never Googled myself. I don't know what's out there, I guess.
1: You're not a health professional.
4: I'm not sure there's much out there. (laughs) But looking at what's there, you can't pull that back. You can't perhaps change what your board wants to do, but you can make public statements on your own personal website that says, Here's where my belief is. I have questions about these things. Here's some places you can look that maybe help you reconcile that. And here are some things that I don't know where to look for those. But you could begin to create this public image that balances or matches with a faithful member of the church. Faithful members of the church can have
1: questions. Can I share with you? And I apologize for my shortness, but that's kind of the one thing I'm trying to work on. I'm a surgeon, and you don't <clears throat> and you don't want to go to a surgeon that's indecisive. Ha ha ha! He he he! You don't want to show up in the middle of the night and have someone say, "Well, you can do this, we can do that." And I and I have the responsibility to be uh, more humble about that. So if I interrupt, it's because my whole my wife tells me. Uh, And my wife at home tells me, you're not at work, you can't tell me what to do. Because
2: at work, I tell everybody what to do. And so I I apologize for that. And I do get... I appreciate that. And again, I apologize too, because these are sensitive topics. And um, it's easy to make caricatures of each other. I think we're both trying to do what we believe is right. And
1: I think there are multiple positive ways to go from this. I think there are responsibilities from your heart. And I speak together because... I know that you have a good relationship and I know that these <clears throat> and I know that these are things and I know that your relationship is just like my my spouses. We aren't we aren't at one often. are talking about John
2: and Margie as a couple. Right, right.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. I, I understand that now. Um, we aren't at one often and so that's the
2: discussion that you have. Do you have any questions or things you want to express? No. That's not. <laughs> Nothing, okay okay I, uh, I don't really have a deadline, I do right, well, I guess you'll just see if my behavior changes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that you that that you even that's yeah, I mean that's how we really know that people... that's where we yeah are. I understand and and I'm asking you to be true to. You to yourself, however however you feel.
2: Right, I appreciate that. And I, I don't I don't feel at this point, even though I don't feel like a victim here, I don't feel like the church is being mean. I don't feel like you're being mean. I think you're being very thoughtful and respectful about your concerns and... Pause. And I think that obviously the church has every right to decide who is and who isn't a member. But more than that, I've talked about really hard things and I've said a lot of things... Sometimes in truth and sometimes in frustration and anger. And I understand that, you know, it puts me on shaky ground.
4: I don't know if we'll police what you write or say every day. Every day. We're very busy people, just as you are. But maybe some positive communication back and as you ponder that and say, I'm making these things would be helpful. I mean, I know that I'm not monitoring it every day.
0: That's ridiculous. That ridiculous. <laughs> Unknown voice. What is that? Dismissively.
2: Unknown voice.
0: <laughs> yeah. As, who's the other person?
2: Who else is in the room?
0: Unknown voice and dismissively it says. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah.
2: Well, how could they? How could it's they? It's the people that are listening through the door. That's ridiculous.
3: <laughs> oh, oh,
2: they're all hushing each other. Shh, shh, shh.
0: And nobody comments on it, so it must just right. be an unrelated. That's strange. Thing, right? That's
2: Strange.
1: Yeah, because how how could you hear it specific? I mean, how could you hear it clearly enough to know that it's being dismissive, but not clearly enough to know who
2: it is? You don't know who it is, but you know it's a dismissive tone. Right, right. I mean, I'm just wondering who else is in the room. Well, there's the Holy Ghost and there's the dismissive ghost. <laughs> right. <no. laughs>
4: As you make those changes, we probably won't notice them unless you share with us your thoughts and feelings of your heart and actual actions that you are taking.
1: Our association is very public. Very I appreciate public. I appreciate our confidentiality in these discussions.
2: I appreciate it. All right.
1: You know, the challenge comes now as members of the church that we love you and we want For you to feel that way, and I know in the midst of where you may be that you may not feel a lot of love, but I don't feel anything less toward your family. And I hope that you don't feel anything less toward me. Sometimes life is hard. Sometimes we have to make decisions. Sometimes those decisions are times when we have to come to a difference and agree to disagree. Sometimes – and we may not be able to bear the testimony – Or you may not be able to enlighten me to the point where I change my beliefs. It just happens that way.
2: Well, I apologize if any of this has brought any sadness or harm to your family or anything.
1: Well, and I extend the same apology for you, too. Uh, I think that's a personal thing that we've shared, and I think we both can learn a lot from this. I
2: can. I can. I have. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything.
3: Thank you. Thank you. No, oh,
2: thank you.
3: <laughs> thank you. Thanks. 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 Uh, thank you. Uh, oh, thank you. And scene. scene.
2: Oh, phew. <laughs> <laughs> so do, do any of you get the sense? Like, I think this is this is a a frustration that I think people have with John DeLynn and in, in 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 Genual. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it exposes where I'm going with this. How <laughs> how genuine is it when he says things like this? Like, I I know John's a a sweet guy and personally he doesn't wish any harm on king but he's got to think this guy is an idiot and you know you know like he's being very diplomatic and stuff but i don't know this is just am i being too cynical
1: well wait so what are you saying you're saying that john is is that's kind of a fake apology i guess at the end or
2: there's a lot of stuff in here like that well i totally respect you no you don't you don't respect him like honestly, you you respect this guy's intelligence. You respect his conclusions. You expect the, you respect the way that he's approaching this. You know, I think it was pretty mm-hmm. clear earlier on when he was uh, saying, essentially, you're not giving me the same kind of respect and consideration that President Jensen did. You know, so say, you're not respecting me, but I respect you for that, and I appreciate uh, I think
0: it. He respects. He res- uh, maybe respects in the wrong. Right- Bauer, but he, he's a realist and he understands this is where this guy has role to play and he, I think he at least respects that he's got to do it. He doesn't expect them to come in and, oh yeah, you're right, the history issue of the Book of is problems and I understand why nobody has faith and, and that's a real challenge. He doesn't expect that and so I think he uh, understands the difficult position that, that these leaders are in.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just seems like a lot of posturing on both sides. You know. Well, that's
0: true. No, you said it right. It's dipl- it's it's an attempt at diplomacy.
2: Yeah,
3: and,
0: so, and I think they both did it fairly effectively.
2: Well, I think John's right. John's way better at it than King. Well, uh, that stumbles yeah, that's all true. over the place. But
0: well, and King doesn't have to because he's a leader
2: and a surgeon. Right. You don't want an indecisive surgeon.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, what's that? What's that movie with uh, Alec Baldwin? When you pray to God, you're praying to me. I am God. <laughs> pray
3: to <laughs>
1: me. Oh, that's a different movie. <laughs> right. Um. So well. Okay. So the thing is, I'm actually feeling a little bit uncomfortable about this, and I want to you guys to to reassure me, or maybe not. No, just wait until four thirty know, in the morning the, and we, record a, you know, very heartfelt. <laughs> I mean, I I've really enjoyed. I, I thought dramatic green was a ton of fun. I love doing it. And uh, but you know, these are these people' actual names, and I I, left I know. A, I laughed a I, shit ton at, at David Jenkins. Like a I know, shit I feel, ton.
4: I, I feel really bad about it too. Actually,
1: really. I feel like yeah, I I'm such like a real, just, bad
2: person. They're, I mean,
4: they're,
1: they're regular,
4: they're regular people. They're not. Right. Not, we're not. We're not dealing with. You know, we're not dealing this with like posted yeah. on the New York Times, man. Yeah. Employee. We're not
2: the ones. We're not the ones. that I mean, it's who not like we're not, it's not
4: like Dallin Oaks, right? You know. What I mean, in other words, if we're reading stuff that that guy's saying. You know, I mean, he he deserves every iota of it. But these guys are just. You know regular shows, you know,
0: yeah, I right. feel better, I feel worse about it, I guess if he didn't uh if he isn't being so exposed here by saying things like, well, I don't really want to be said that it's, I said that, and coming back with his letter and saying, oh, this has nothing to do with this or that 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 he has he chose to be part of this uh you know the disingenuousness that the church is perpetuated by. Uh, and, and maybe he's just a pawn and is a victim of the church, and that that may be so. But you know, he also has a choice in free agency and can do things differently if he chose. I,
2: I, you know, we did not put this in the public domain, and we, we yeah, may but... be we may be amplifying it and, and changing the. But we're commenting on it, and I, I don't know. I I don't feel guilty about it. I don't know. I mean, because these are just a couple of guys
1: with no professional training in this type of thing. They're put into a system. They're 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 put into the system um, where they have to excommunicate this very public figure who's yeah. used to speaking in public, who's used to discussing theological ideas with people who who isn't respecting their authority in the way that they anticipate people will respect their authority in this context. And then we're taking what is what they thought was a private conversation. You and know we're what? reading their words and laughing at them.
0: Yeah, but yeah. fuck them for – this pisses me off, and it, and, it, and it pisses me off to my core. From a lot of perspectives, it pisses me off as a lawyer. It pisses me off as a former sex crimes prosecutor, and it pisses me off as a former uh, religious person. Confidentiality when it comes to ecclesiastical matters from the penitent and the clergyman, that rests in Utah as well as in Arizona, in the penitent. John owns this conversation. It's his. And for them to try to claim it as if they have some sort of right to the, his conf, this confidential communication is offensive. It's well, offensive on a theological level. It's offensive on a legal level. It's offensive on, every, on just a moral level. So they don't have a right to it. They have no cause to it. It's all John's because he is the member, and this church is supposed to be about – the members that's a fundamental policy so i i just have no problems because john chose to waive that privilege waive that co- waive what is confidential cuz he's the one that owns it because he's the subject matter so f them and, and well, Jake, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't i don't
2: think uh... we're just shitting on king and and jenkins you know like when when i felt like i was defensive of king and his position and sympathetic to where he was coming from Several times throughout this, and Jenkins, I just I can't really get a read on it. But it was it was John's performance, and you know, like <laughs> his dramatic choices that made it funny. You know, so,
1: I, I know I, I don't really have. I mean, I'm not saying that this is illegal, and I'm not saying that this is. You're saying it's immoral there, there's something horribly immoral. I mean, I'm no, not saying it's no, it's, just, immoral, it's just, But it I think it, it almost seems mean to individual people. Is all it, you're saying? It, it feels mean-spirited. I mean, it feels mean to these to these couple guys who got thrown in a situation that they didn't anticipate. And now, you know, we're using whatever small micro you know megaphone we have to kind of uh be derisive of them. I don't I don't know. It's just I mean, am I I the with, only I one with, John. No, please. No, I agree with
4: here. Matt. I agree with Matt that, that they're essentially exercising unrighteous dominion in and they're wrong in their complacency and their authority and all the things that they're doing. On the other hand, they're just regular people, and so it is, I think. I don't know. They, they've stumbled into an arena of being in public, normal for regular people to do, right?
2: Um, no, they didn't stumble into this. He called this. King well, created poor,
4: this. My poor my poor guy that I was reading him.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he yeah.
1: Is. Jenkins he laughed at the most. <laughs> Come on.
4: I mean, yeah, King is... King doesn't
1: was, doesn't King Jenkins just seem like... The, doesn't Jenkins just kind of seem like a sweet little dude, like a little... Sh- I have no idea what he looks like, but he I, just I seems figured, like a I sweet. I figure he's dude,
2: an old man, you know. Right? A sweet old guy. Anyway, I don't know. That's I, all. I I don't have any animosity towards no, Jenkins. No, no. no, I don't either. I have a little bit towards uh, towards the state president, but that's just because I've uh, like I I felt like Jenkins was totally out of his depth, but was very. Uh, <laughs> Honest, you know, like, yeah. it, but I, I, don't feel like the state president was very, uh, you know, like he was trying to parse his words, and Jenkins wasn't. Yeah. He just was out of his depth. But yeah.
0: you know, so, so that, I was confused. I think who's it's- who? Which one's King's his state president? Yeah. And who's Jenkins? He's, he's Jenkins was the one, one I, I was reading. probably it's one of the, the counselors gap, or something. The gap, there's a gap, there's a gap. Oh, but I know who he is. I'm saying what we is his
2: role? We don't know exactly.
0: He's like a he's like a counselor. But, it's, yeah, but they refer to him president as president, president
1: Jenkins, so I think he's in the, he's got to be
2: one of the counselors. And it sounds to me that he was a counselor under the previous state president too, because he Jensen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and because he he mentioned that he's been not an actor on the stage, but he's been in the front row and he's seen this whole thing. And, you know, I don't think that was just limited to this meeting or Today. maybe the two meetings that they had, but I, that, that was the sense that I had that he he's been at this a little bit longer than, than president King had. I could be wrong by that, but I, I think t- to your point, Jake, I think it's admirable to be concerned about them, but I think it's already out in the public domain. I, I think the conversations that we are having about it, you know, uh, are good, Uh-oh. right? I guess.
1: I guess what I want to say is, I, I, I don't intend this, and I don't think of this this uh, the reading that we've had and the discussion we've had around it. I don't think of it as a critique of these individuals. It's a critique of the system that they're in. It's this this totally this system that totally lacks transparency and is intended as a one-way domineering system, not a system of, of, it's, it's not a response where you get to talk as peers and talk something out. It's a, it's a response that is intended to dominate somebody else with your, with in, in this authoritative way. And I think that that's wrong. And I, in in that sense, I am totally up for, for dissecting this and critiquing it, but I don't want to, I don't want to come across as if I think these guys or these individuals are bad or anything like that or stupid they're just they're just people trying to do they're operating in a stupid system. That's what I think.
0: Yeah yeah I oh, totally agree with that.
1: Okay, so that's that's kind of where I want to come down on that.
2: yeah, and I I, I mean I think to to that point it's it's important that they're motivated out of a love for the church. You know, a, a love for what they feel is right. No, yeah. I don't disagree with that. But he, they, they won't engage in a discussion. And, you know, I, I think John was putting them in a really awkward position the whole time. Because John, John values validating other people. That's a really, really important thing for John. And mm-hmm. to be able to validate someone as having legitimate concerns you can't you can't validate you can't say legitimate if you're a stake president it cannot be legitimate and so that yeah. that's like a really really tough position that john's trying that, that john's putting them in and that's why he's like ha- having such a hard time because he recognizes yes i should be able to but i can't because you just have to have faith and there's things like the flood that i don't understand and the red sea and you know those little trite things that he mentioned that right. I don't understand. You know, I've had this conversation with my dad before, and he's like, I don't understand how a TV works, but that doesn't stop me from watching it. And I'm like, <laughs> right. but dad, other people do know how a TV works. Like, that that's, that's a terrible example. And then, right. he, yep. and then he does the whole, oh, so you're, think, you're calling me stupid. You're saying that I'm stupid. And I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. But, right. you know, it's it's not being in a mindset to even accept the possibility that these concerns uh, about the church could be legitimate. You can't let that creep into your own mind. You certainly, if you're responsible for an entire stake of believers go on record or or even risk being on record as saying, yeah, those are legitimate concerns. You know, I mean, he, he stepped in it when John trapped him on the, the gay marriage issue and he's, yes, that is a problem. Okay, right. I just like would like you to repeat that one more time for the record. That is a problem. True, Okay, True. Gotcha. Right. You know, it's, uh, it's, the, 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 it was a tough position for them to be in, and and so if, if I understand it again, John, the reason that this was released because John John Delin has had this in his right. quiver since August. Right. You know, and it's been several months, and he he wasn't right. going but to release it. But what ended up it.
4: happening was that that the LDS Church says. That in and it has an inviolable uh, point that it respects the confidentiality of all disciplinary hearings and it will never comment on them under any circumstances. And if you go to the church history library, you can't look at any any historical records that may have disciplinary hearings, no matter how old or whatever, because because of this stance. And then, boom! The instant that John, he's like mentioning, you know the. Um, uh, you know the his excommunication letter on on air on doug fabrizio 's show they you know fifteen minutes later they they comment in the <coughs> church newsroom. And then as soon as they comment in the church newsroom and say, no, no, there's no way that anything to do with gay people has any reason why we're excommunicating John Delaney. As soon as they try to, to jump up and down and say that, then John released the this transcript to the New yeah. York Times. And, 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 it that, got
2: put on. and that's why he bolded it, to, to sure. demonstrate, yes, right. this was a, a point of, of uh, uh, discipline.
4: Right. The, 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 edited he, it twice. He said, right. it, he said so directly. Right, 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 right. right.
2: Right.
0: okay, yeah and I've and I have personally I'm familiar with cases where um, individuals have waived and said no, I want the bishop to talk about this, and they've still said no it's we're we're not going to we're gonna exercise that um, we're gonna we're gonna exercise and this is so sacred, it's so confidential that even if uh the 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 other person is waived, we're not going to and then here they say, well, now that he's put this out there. Um, of course, we are going to talk, you know, we've got to talk about it, yeah, and that that again just just it's so offensive to me,
2: yeah, and i you know i I find human interaction interesting and entertaining and i find the comedy and the awkward moments it's one of the reasons why like ricky gervais and the, the the bbc office is one of my favorite shows just because of that that awkwardness in human nature so when i'm when i'm laughing at things that are in here and i'm laughing at john de at the the state president it's just that awkward Like that awkwardness, that posturing, that, you know, like saying things that aren't there, the choices that are made as you're transcribing, you know, like what you put in there. It's just it's it's entertaining to me. It's humorous, but, it it, you know, like I don't want it to be construed as being mean spirited or that I don't appreciate John or support John or, you know, like I hope that's clear. And, And with the stake president, I just, you know, I understand why he couldn't be more uh, straightforward and honest. And he did say a lot of these things, like when John would ask for clarification, like, Oh, come on, you know, don't take this (laughs) tone of me that don't make me have to spell it out for you. You know, and it's so condescending and, you know, but, but it's also like a tactic to not have to have your feet held to the fire. Like, don't hold me accountable for the things that I say. I need to be able to back out of it if I have to. Right. Yeah.
1: And, uh, all right. Well, I, I, I gotta, it's, it's really late. I know. Um, I know.
4: Yeah. Uh, I've already gotten in trouble. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm gonna get to
2: go. Cause
4: I'm doing my uh, well, reading really too loud. I've heard. I know. Yeah. I've been told that
2: too. I said, it's just too much fun. I know. It was just too great. I'm yeah. So we didn't really
0: talk really about good. the excommunication. We talked about the meeting before the excommunication has everything that's been that, that needs to be said about the excommunication Ben said,
2: boy, that's a really good point, man. What 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 do, you, what do you what do you what do you want to say about the excommunication, Matt?
0: I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I I, I don't really have a strong don't have anything else to say about it other than Well,
4: I think yeah, that I the, one thing happened. I guess I'm going to say about it. I mean, I mean just to echo um Glenn's little mini episode that he did. Yeah. Which is that I mean, you know, for all of us that are just long-timers or long-time out or people who are like long time aware of all of these issues who are still, let's say, progressive Mormons inside the church, people end up getting really, really jaded and cynical and they don't realize, you know, like, you know, I mean, all the, all the outpouring of emotion that all kinds of people have had you know, for this happening you know, the the, the loss of the hope mm-hmm. that Glenn identified is totally real and then simultaneously for John and his family, I do think this has been you know, incredibly trying, you know, I mean, at a certain point I talked to him recently and he's just like, you know, I just wish I was out of the spotlight now. I'm just tired of this, you know, I mean, it's just so you? painful for all of us, you know, yeah. and I totally believe him, you know, I mean, that's that's very credible and very real. He, he, nobody likes to get this kind of criticism and he's getting criticism, you know, from every side, True. you know.
2: And, and yeah. I, I think he gets... Uh, he he gets criticized for seeking the spotlight a, a, a lot, you know, and, and I, I rib him for things like that as well. But I think when you're uh, in, in a David and Goliath situation like this, you know, you're up against this huge church with all these financial resources and, uh, you know, PR departments and things that they can throw at you. You've got to... You've got to take everything that you can get. And I think John's put himself in a position over the years where he can have access to these you know, outlets and get that story out there. And I, I think especially at a time where uh, people outside the church are interested in this sort of thing. Um, and it doesn't look good for the church and, you know, but I, so, so I, well, it's
4: amazing. It's amazing. And frankly, that Goliath is so stupid. In other words, that that he, that David has been able to do such a remarkable job in the face (laughs) of, like you say, an entire giant, richly staffed PR staff, you know, that has totally not been able to handle it. They're so
0: bad at it. It's
1: amazing.
2: How, how, how are they bad at it? Like what? What could they do better?
1: Okay, I'm I'm leaving. See you, Jake. Yeah, see <laughs> so you, oh. you, This is great. See ya. Bye.
0: Good night. I, you know, and it's it's part of it is because they're the facts that they're supporting and the the narrative that they're uh, trying to advance is. is it, it at least as it pertains into mainstream media, just doesn't play very well. It only plays to your people. and they've got this insider message, and they're trying to take that to outsiders. and it's so ineffective where John has done a great job of of setting the narrative of um, it's about gay rights, It's about ordained women and it's about just speaking honestly and and expressing doubts. And those are things that that's a hook. That everyone can get behind, yeah, and the everyone. church's response—well, yeah, right. So, so at least secular people yeah. certainly, certainly uh, non-Mormons, I think, in, in many cases, and even even I would say religious people also see excommunication as just an archaic and backwards uh, approach. Yeah. So
2: I, I think I think then you made an important distinction on who the audience is: if the audience is church members, or if the audience is. Non Mormons, and so in in the case of uh, the church presenting a message uh, and and protecting the the flock, I I think they've done what they had to do. I, I think they they absolutely had to excommunicate John DeLynn. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. You know, I kind of agree. If I if I had stayed active and had ever been a state president, and I was up, a John, up against a John Delin I would play it very similar to what President King had, has been like, look, I think that the guy ahead of me gave you way too much patience and time. If it was up to me, you'd have been gone a long time ago. Yeah. This is a cut and dry issue. Don't try and complicate it with these things. You don't want to be a member of this church. You know, because here's what it means to be a member of the church, and you do not support or believe those things. So don't, right. you know, try and play the the compassionate Jesus card on me. You know, you've got to believe in the authority of the priesthood and the brethren, and you don't. So quit except, except messing Except for you around.
4: don't have to. You don't have to to not get excommunicated. The point is, like you said, the reason why he's getting excommunicated is because he's got an audience. Right,
2: right. Yeah, you're – You're. Yeah. Right. And, and, I, and, and that's the, I, I that's, that's protecting of the flock comes in.
0: But I don't think that's inconsistent. I think there are people who, for example, commit crimes that if it's done publicly, if it's, a, if it's got a big – uh, you know, if it has a lot of uh, uh, media attention, particularly the fact that they were that they were Mormon. Those people are going to be excommunicated. So that's been a uh, versus somebody who who does it in, in relative anonymity. So I think that's been a at least a practice, if not a, a policy, over the years. That the more attention uh, one gets, the more likely somebody is to have action and, taken.
2: And if somebody is a really sincere believer. And you know they they look at what John is doing as spiritual murder. You know, so you talk about crimes. This is this is a crime of like the worst and and most deceptively egregious manner. You are stealing people's salvation and making them think that that's what they want. You know, I mean, so so like I. That that was the message that I that I was reading from members who were responding to people that were upset with John being excommunicated, you know. And I, I that was part of what inspired that four thirty a.m. thing. Is I remembered, yeah, I remember what it's like to be a member and to feel that way. And then I remember what w- what it was like to be to become disillusioned with that and think, oh, I can change that. I can be the change that I want to see and try to do that. But I I wasn't at that point. I was losing touch with what it meant to be a member of the the church in that literal believing way. Cause I had already made so many concessions and there were, there are already so many things about the church that I had rejected. And, and I, I wouldn't like, if I, I, I had this conversation when I, when I had this confrontation with my dad and he's like, you're rejecting things of the church. I was playing a president King role with him. And I'm like, no, I'm not rejecting them. I'm questioning them, you know, or like, like I was trying to do this. It was a semantic game and I wouldn't give my dad the, 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 Satisfaction of being right—that I was rejecting them because that just sounded too harsh, you know. So, I, I don't know. I, I I think that the church had to excommunicate him. I think they were right to excommunicate him, uh, and, and I even think that they're consistent in their messaging, from what I see in at least in president King here. Now there may have been more behind the scenes things that they're saying, these are the real reasons, but we're not going to acknowledge them. We're going to keep this, this whole thing, uh, not about gay marriage, gay rights, but even if it was more of a driving factor, but I I think they've been pretty consistent with the excommunication letter and their press release. And John has tried to shine the light on those issues as being the most important. And the church is saying, no, we're not going to let you play that game with us. And, you know i i i think that i don't don't think he's saying it's
4: the most important i think that they're saying it's not a factor he's saying it is a factor I, i i i and and so i think that that's a valid pushback on what they're trying to do as opposed to it's not him saying it's the reason and then they're saying it's not the reason it's a reason they're saying it's not a reason Right. That's yeah. That's I, the, I know.
2: You, that's the issue. You, 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 you and I have the difference of opinion on the on and the the. And I, I think it's just because the things that the things that I saw that's what stood out to me. And that could totally just be my uh, you know limited view of what happened. But you know that that was that, that was why when I did like those news flash things, uh, you know, I, I made the point that he's being excommunicated for supporting gay rights because it seemed like that was the the loudest message that was being trumpeted but i could i could be wrong on that yeah
4: well the media is going to pick that message up because that's the thing that they're excited about in the exact same way that when 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 dallin oaks did his very deceitful press conference he pretended that he was actually promoting gay rights when he was doing that but that was a lie
2: yeah right right, right. (laughs) you
4: know so and the media picked it up immediately because they're stupid
2: (laughs) yeah because they're not stupid yeah. yeah,
4: no. They did pick it up. They they said they actually promoted it as if the Mormon Church was compromising and actually
0: promoting <laughs> right. gay rights in some way. And they were doing the opposite. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I don't believe in excommunication. I don't think any church should. But if I'm the Mormon Church and the way the Mormon Church is, I certainly excommunicate him. So there.
2: Well, yeah. Why don't yep. you believe in excommunication?
0: I just just let people go. Whatever.
2: Isn't that they, what that he
0: excommunicated? No, I'm just saying he actually communicates himself, Um, and and that's you know the reason they had to is because he did walk that line of oh I'm just you know it it is a brilliant thing and you know people do this all the time. Where, you know, I'm just the guy asking questions. Yeah. No, you're not. Right. You're, you're advocating a position. Joe yeah. Rogan's real famous for doing the, some of the alien shit. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm just the guy asking questions. Right. No, you're, you're advancing this. You're promoting well, it. Bill Maher and that's did, really what the church is saying. Bill
2: Maher did that in, in uh, Religious. I'm just asking questions. I'm promoting doubt. Bullshit. Right. You're not promoting right. doubt.
0: <laughs> you and, and, and I think, to a large degree, that's what John's done for effectively for years. Hey, well, maybe we can just ask these questions and let's look into this. And I'm not really drawing any conclusions one way or the other. No. And uh, and and that's that part of it. I think is a little disingenuous. I think John has drawn conclusions a long time ago. He he was a little reticent to uh, communicate them. I was really um,
2: surprised to hear him tell his state president that he believed in God. Yeah. I was really surprised by that. He said, "I
0: hope there's a God."
2: No, he said, "I do believe," didn't he?
0: Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, there was kind of a telling phrase in there somewhere that was that you you said there was the hope line, but then there was another one that was that was kind of like this connects me to God or something like that. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: he says he says, and I consider myself a believer in God. I felt power and influence in my life before that has motivated me, and I consider myself a believer in God. And I, I think if, if uh, President King would have pushed him on that, yeah. he, it would have been more the way that you believe in God, John. That is this undefinable thing. You know, we can't anthropomorphize him. He's certainly not the Mormon God. But, but the
4: well, we'll see. We'll see if I can convert him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: but I, I'm, I'm. There's a couple places in there where I feel like he's listened to me a little.
3: <laughs> I <think>
2: so. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So all right, all right. Should we call? Could we, should we call Jake back and just ask him if he has any final questions? <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: yeah. Uh, well, it was fun. Yeah, it was, fun. That was, that was really fun. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
3: All right. thank All right. guys this is the hi
0: this is John Delin from Logan Utah and I am a douchebag. you can comment on this episode on the website if it's on and if you really like what you hear give the quorum a five- star rating and write a short review on iTunes I did anyone for the closing prayer
2: What am I going to say? Something interesting or quirky about myself? I don't know. Tell us something you're vulnerable. Yes, <laughs> <is> <laughs>
3: well.
2: Matt, are you there? Yeah. Okay, so here's what we've decided to do. We're doing a dramatic recreation of the <laughs> of of the uh, exchange between John and uh, President Brian King in August and David Jenkins. Okay. So there's four people in the room, but one of them's Margie who really doesn't say anything. So I'm I'm playing the John DeLynn role. I think Jake and you should switch off with Brian King as the state president because it's really wordy. Um and and Jake's like about to Jake's go horse.
3: Booze. So I've
2: okay. and and then John's going to be David Jenkins. So if you <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: if you get if you get to and and then we're we're doing it where we're you know we'll we'll like stop and comment from time to time uh, so it's, as a, well. it's a
0: dramatic smackdown yeah but i don't want it's
4: not not an entirely smackdown cuz it's really long
2: yeah yeah and smackdown. i don't really want like i don't want to overuse our smackdown brand
0: Right, right. We don't want to cheapen the brand, especially right. if we're going to go to uh, <laughs> well, premium content. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that never happens. But, but the, uh,
2: you know, because it, uh, we, we did the LGBT SmackDown. We just did the Kate Kelly SmackDown. We do the SmackDown again as like three SmackDowns in
0: yeah, ten days. Yeah, a lot of SmackDowns. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but was anyway, like,
1: our, our, pal- our palms that. are sore. Right. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> uh... You, you SmackDown with your palm, dude? What are you freaking doing? That's a slapdown. Wait, what is Smackdown then? You smack him with the back of your hand, dude. Oh, well, You can hit him with the front. don't know how puck? to smack,
3: them?
2: Smackdown now? I mean, I feel like you well, need that all. I'm
3: tall. I'm, I'm tall.
0: This is the end. You're a friend. This is the end. My
3: only friend. It hurts to set you free But you'll never follow me The end of laughter and soft lies The end of nights we try Thank you for listening to Infants on Thrones.